from the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it! Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike! To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. A time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan. Yes! It's all over. The Chicago Bulls have won. It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host Garrett Bougay and this is another special League Pass radio edition of the show. I'm going to be bringing you live play-by-play and advanced stats throughout the night for this very fun matchup that we've got on this Wednesday evening between the five-seed Dallas Mavericks, a 42-30 and 30 club in the Western Conference, and the home team tonight, the four-seed Los Angeles Clippers, who finished the year up at 47-25 and 25 overall. This, will, uh, this should be an absolute blast of a ball game. It's been a crazy series thus far, with the road team actually taking the first four games. And uh, obviously everybody surrounding the Clippers, you know, their fans and also just the national media were all freaking out after after L.A. lost those first two games and Luka Doncic and the Mavs offense just seemed absolutely unstoppable. But they uh, traveled to Dallas. They didn't panic. They uh, made a few adjustments here or there, which I'll talk about throughout the night, and uh, were able to take both on the road to to even up the series, and now it becomes, as it is really fun, you know, when it gets down towards the end, it becomes essentially a best of three, and as the home team with uh, with two of those three at home, uh, you've got to give uh, you've got to give the edge to the Clippers, especially with the momentum they've got after winning the last two games. But also a lot of this uh, a lot of this is going to come down to the likes of Luka Doncic, who uh, I'll uh, I'll bring up his. Uh, his numbers and sort of the, uh, the the vast difference we've seen prior to that sort of that left shoulder neck injury that he suffered and said he started feeling the symptoms of at halftime of game three. So a lot of it's going to be dependent on Doncic and how he looks out, out there. He was he was superhuman in the first two and a half games of this series and then was frankly just not good enough. Uh, in uh, you know the latter portion of game three and then definitely in game four when the Mavs got blown out. But uh, the good thing for Luka and Mavs fans is that there was, uh, you know, two full days off in between games four and five. So hopefully that allowed him to, to feel a little bit better because uh, there's, there's nothing better than, than a good, uh, good, some good playoff basketball where both teams are at full strength and playing at their best and, you know, throwing punch after punch. So hopefully that's what we get tonight. If you've never listened to any of these uh, live League Pass radio editions of Duncan Dynasty before, uh, I'm going to be with you for the entirety of this ball game. That includes all of the commercials and the halftime break. Tonight for halftime, I'm going to be breaking down in detail that unbelievable game that uh, we got last night between the Denver Nuggets 
and the Portland Trailblazers, that double overtime thriller in which the, the Nuggets ended up taking it and getting a 3-2 to two series lead. So I'll be breaking that down at the halftime intermission. I'll be uh, breaking down or mentioning the scores and, and talking about the various series that we've been seeing throughout this first round of the postseason. And, and we've even seen a few teams get eliminated here in uh, the last couple of days. So uh, we're already starting to uh, to look forward to, to round two and keep an eye on that as well in future Duncan Dynasty episodes. Of course, we usually release episodes every Wednesday, but during the playoffs, we'll occasionally have uh, an extra episode here or there. So uh, stay tuned for that. I think we're going to have some, some breakdowns of some of these second round matchups coming soon. So if you, uh, if you haven't already, please... Uh, Rate, review, subscribe to the show. That's uh, Duncan Dynasty, D-U-N-K-I-N. And then it's two words, Dynasty, D-Y-N-A-S-T-Y. Any any rating, review, and and stuff that you can give us, preferably five stars, is is much appreciated. If you you enjoy the show, just, uh, you know, that that helps us get get the, the show out there to more people, so... Uh, thanks thanks again for listening, and if you've got any questions for me, comments, things you want to, want me to talk about tonight, you can tweet at me at Garrett Bougay, that's G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-U-G-A-Y. I'll be happy to take any questions or comments and, and talk about that over the course of the next two to three hours, and uh, we are just a few minutes away from uh, from tip-off here, and uh, if you're watching on TNT at home, I will be trying to give you some visual cues throughout the night so you can sync your video with, uh, with my audio here. And we're seeing uh, Grant Hill and Kevin Harlan on the screen now who are doing the broadcast for TNT. And we're seeing now Luka Doncic as he is warming up. And again, hopefully... Hopefully that uh, that shoulder neck injury that he's been dealing with is uh, is feeling better tonight. Looks like the Mavericks will be wearing their all white road uniforms with the black numbering and trim. The uh, the starting lineup for the Mavs a uh, an adjustment. We've got uh, Boban Marjanovic stepping in for Maxi Kleba. I'll have to look into that and see if Kleba is out. He has been dealing with. The Achilles soreness throughout the series, but uh, it looked like it was the regular starting lineup outside of that with uh, with Luca, Porzingis, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Tim Hardaway Jr. surrounding the giant in Boban Marjanovic. Now we're getting a look at Ty Lue and the Clippers wearing their all-black home uniforms with the white numbering and trim. And it looks like uh, the the Clippers are going to continue what they showed a lot of in the games in Dallas, the small lineup with with Reggie Jackson and George in the backcourt, Batum and Morris in the frontcourt, and Kawhi Leonard as well, I guess, playing as their uh, their center in these lineups. Uh, Just going completely small, and we're going to have the tip between Morris and Porzingis here, and Goble will throw it up. So we've got a graphic here. The Game 5 winner goes on to win the series 82% of the time. And we are underway. It's basketball time at Staples Center. And Luka Doncic gets it going from left to right in this opening period for the Mavericks. 
Doncic guarded by Paul George, dribbling with his right hand, looking over the defense, looking for Boban. Now we'll get a screen. Now on the right wing, picks up his dribble, finds Hardaway, fakes the three, drives to the paint, tries to stuff it on Reggie Jackson, can't get it to go, but he draws the foul. Nice aggressiveness there from Hardaway Jr. You do like to see that. Dallas, of course, is, has shot the lights out, especially in the first three games of the series from downtown. But you could sense a little bit in game four, they got a, a little bit too shot happy there. The shots stopped falling. And, uh, you know, if you're not attacking the rim, not getting into other areas, your offense is going to struggle as uh, Hardaway knocks down the first free throw. And he knocks down both. Again, the officials tonight, John Goble, James Williams, and Sean Corbin. As the Clippers get their opening possession here, it's Reggie Jackson over on the right wing. L.A. going from right to left. Here's Paul George gets a screen from Batum. George with a behind-the-back pass to Batum. Batum up top to, uh, excuse me, left wing to Leonard into the corner to Morris. His three is off the mark. Rebound Porzingis. He'll get it to Luka. Luka dribbles it up into the front court, gets it to Boban at the free throw line. Back to Luka. Luka will get a screen from Boban, gets it to him on the roll. He kicks it out. Porzingis left wing three. That's off the mark. Porzingis struggling on the offensive end in this series, shooting just 5 of 15 from downtown prior to this ballgame. Here's the ball inserted to Leonard on the block. He gets doubled up top to George, swings it. Morris over to Jackson left court, or excuse me, left wing three. That's off the mark. Rebound Hardaway Jr., He'll throw it up top, Doncic. Doncic on the right wing, guarded by Batum. He'll cross over, gets to the free throw line. Now will back down. Spins, goes baseline, can't finish with the right hand off the glass. Rebound, Morris. He'll get it to Jackson. Jackson left wing, Batum. He'll drive on Boban, gets to the right side of the rim, but can't finish it off the glass. He was able to beat the big center for the Mavs to the rim, but uh, was maybe a little bit intimidated once he got to the bucket. Here's Doncic get du gets doubled, finds Dorian Finney-Smith. He drives in the lane, kicks it. Tim Hardaway Jr. fakes the left corner three, then takes the 18-footer and hits. So Dallas off to a 4-0 start as we approach the 10-minute mark of this opening quarter. Here's Kawhi Leonard with a basketball, gets a screen for Batum, gets to the free throw line, pulls up over Boban, can't get it to go. Rebound Doncic. He'll jog it up into the front court. Now we'll drive right, gets to the elbow extended. Now we'll step back from the right wing and drill the triple. Luka Doncic gets the Dallas Mavericks off to a 7-0 start. 9.35 to go in the first. Here's George with the basketball at the top. Goes behind the back of Batum, left wing, back to George. Right wing Jackson into the corner to Leonard. Leonard drives into the paint, kicks it. George left wing into the corner. Morris fakes the three. Now we'll take it over Doncic and hit. Looks like Dallas with Boban coming out in a little bit of a zone. I'll have to, to uh, look in on that more and see exactly what type of zone they're throwing out here. But now the Clippers make it 7-3. to three. Here's Doncic right side, throws it left corner, Porzingis. He'll drive baseline, gets all the way to the rim, and flushes it home with a right-hand slam. Here is Leonard. Throws it right wing, Batum up top to George. George drives left, gets bumped by Hardaway Jr. and draws the fence. So we're going to get a uh, replay of this Doncic step back three. Nothing but net. And then here is the Porzingis drive. As Batum came out to contest and Porzingis able to 
Drive left to the baseline. Here's Leonard, gets to the line. The lane finds a cutting Jackson, but Boban there, and he draws the travel out of Reggie Jackson. So, so far, this zone defense for the Mavs has the Clippers a little bit spooked. Boban is a, a very big presence. He's not mobile at all and not a, not a very good defensive player, but in the right positions, he can, he can have an impact. Here's Doncic, throws it into Boban. He's got Reggie Jackson on the switch. He throws up a right-hand jump hook, can't get it to go. Rebound Batum, he'll get it to Leonard. Leonard down the lane, puts up the left-hand layup, no good. Rebound Batum, kicks in the left corner to Morris. Morris now facing up against Doncic, drives right into the paint, kicks it right wing. Paul George triple is good. So PG knocking that one down. It's Dallas 9, the Clippers 6. Here's Hardaway Jr. with a three in transition. That's no good. Rebound Batum. Batum left wing to Jackson. Jackson guarded by Porzingis. He'll dribble now into the corner. Now left wing Batum up top to George. He's got Beaumont on him. He gets doubled, and Finney Smith is going to be called for the kick. Obviously, Dallas does not like seeing Boban out on the perimeter against a player as talented as George. So uh, they sent the double there, and Finney Smith making the decent play. Here's George with the basketball getting a screen from Batum. Now left wing Jackson triple. That is short. Rebound Porzingis. So Dallas, after starting in a little bit of a zone, looks like they've gone back to some man-to-man -man here, mixing it up. Here's Doncic with the ball. Dribbles over to the right wing. Picks up his dribble. Fade away along the right side, right of the lane. Can't get it to go, but Porzingis there for the offensive rebound. He kicks it back to Doncic. Doncic with the lob to Boban, but it was a little too tall, even for Boban. And it's a turnover picked up by Kawhi. He'll push it and is fouled by Doncic as he drives to the rim. So 20 on the shot clock for the Clippers. 7.30 to go in this opening quarter. Dallas 9, Los Angeles 6. Morris will inbound it on the near sideline. He'll get it into Kawhi. Kawhi, again, now it looks like a 2-1-2 zone here maybe from the Mavs. Kawhi looking inside to George. Back out, Reggie Jackson, right wing, triple is good. Yeah, beautiful cut there from George. Kawhi found him. That collapsed the defense, and he made a little touch pass. Back out to Jackson for the three. Here's Doncic throwing it into Boban. He's... Got nobody but Reggie Jackson under him, but he, he didn't even notice his presence. Lays it up and in. 11-9 Dallas. Here's Leonard to the free throw line. Kicks it out. Jackson, right wing, drives into the paint. Kicks it now to Morris, left wing. Cross court to George. Into the right corner. Kawhi Leonard triple. That's off the heel. Rebound, Boban. He'll hand it to Doncic. Doncic pushes it up into the timeline. Dallas leading 11-9. 6.45 to go in the first. He's backing down Jackson on the right elbow. Gets into the paint. Finds Finney Smith left wing for a triple. That's good. So Dallas continues their hot shooting that they've had pretty much throughout this series other than game four. And we will get a timeout with 6.36 to go in this first quarter with the score Dallas 14 and Los Angeles 9. So really interesting decision from Rick Carlisle. I was wondering if uh, if this was going to be something that he would go to more. We saw it a bit uh, in those uh, in in Game Four in particular, where the Clippers were just scoring at will, and Dallas, especially with Doncic limited with that injury, they just did not have the offensive firepower to keep up. So he put in he put in Boban, and and he provided some some offensive value. Obviously, it's it's a question just of how much are you conceding on the other end. 
but I think it's I think it's worth a shot, you know, and, and especially if you can mix things up and, and throw some zone in there that uh, and even mix up your zone to keep them off balance just a bit. With the way the Clippers are scoring, you know, they've had basically, let me look here, I, I think I wrote this down, they've had a 124.1 offensive rating for the series. So they're scoring at will. So I think in, in Rick Carlisle's mind, he, he might just be saying, well, they're scoring anyway, with or without Boban out there. So why not just spruce up our offense a little bit and, and try to outscore them? It's an interesting thought. We'll see, we'll see how much uh, it, it'll actually pay off and, and whether the Clippers can actually improve on that 124 offensive rating when Boban is, is on the court. But, you know, attacking the zone often involves getting the ball into the sort of the weak areas of the zone, forcing the zone to, to collapse, and then getting the ball moving from there. And we saw it on that one possession where George sort of cut under the rim. Kawhi found him. The defense obviously not wanting to concede a layup then, then collapses, and George immediately kicked it out to Jackson to get an open three. Uh, you'll you'll often see not against the two one two, but you know, for instance, a two three or a three two zone that that sort of free throw line area is where you want to get the basketball to collapse the defense um, because that's sort of the opening. But against the two one two, it's more I would say, you know, the the getting it under the rim and or you know the sort of the the wing corner areas might be pretty vulnerable just because you're stretching out the, that either that front two or that back two. But a lot of this, you know, is going to come down to, to Luka Doncic. You know, he was in the first two and a half games, he mentioned that he, he started suffering that uh, or started noticing that, that left shoulder neck issue at halftime of game three. But in the first two and a half games, Luka was averaging 38.4 points per game, 9.6 rebounds, 8.8 assists, 52.9% from the field, and 45.1% from three. Ever since that moment, ever since halftime of game three, Doncic's numbers are down to 24.6 points, 5.3 rebounds, 7.3 assists, 40.5% shooting from the field, and 30.7% from three. And also Doncic has weirdly been really awful from the free throw line this series at 13 of 32. But Dallas needs the Doncic we saw in the first two and a half games if they want to win tonight. Here's Kawhi Leonard with the ball on the left elbow. He gets it to Morris in the right corner. Guarded by Porzingis. He'll kick it up top to George. Left side Jackson to the corner. Batum, he'll drive into the paint and draws a foul. Looks like Boban going to be called for that. If you can get Boban out on the perimeter like they did there, he just cannot move his feet laterally. And as soon as Batum took a couple of dribbles, he had blown past him, and, and Boban just had to reach out and foul. Here's Leonard, throws it left corner. Morris back up top to Leonard. Six on the shot clock. Leonard kicks it right wing. George, that's a wide open look, and he drills it. Again, that uh, looking like a 2-1-2 a two -two zone there, and that time... Leonard able to sort of attract both guys up top and find George for the opening on the right wing. Here's Doncic throwing it inside to Boban in the paint against George. He'll put up a right hand jump hook and get it to go. 
He can completely just palm that basketball and just kind of throws it at the rim. He's got great touch for a man his size. Looks like maybe Dallas more into a 2-3 now. Here's George left wing for a triple. He hits it again. Back-to-back -back threes for Paul George. And the Dallas lead trimmed to 1, 16-15, 5.28 to go in the first. Here's Doncic dribbling over the right wing, guarded by Morris. Again, looking inside for Boban. He'll get it into him, but great help defense from Batum. He pokes it away, picked up by Leonard. Leonard gets to the free throw line, finds Jackson streaking down the right side. He lays it up and in with the reverse layup on the left side off the glass. And the Clippers take their first lead of the night, 17-16, as we approach five minutes to go in this opening quarter. Here's Doncic, right wing, guarded by Jackson. Doncic will start backing down, spins baseline, gets under the rim, picks up his dribble, reverse pivot fadeaway over his right shoulder and hits. Luka Doncic gives the Mavs an 18-17 edge. Here's Jackson, left corner to Batum. He'll drive into the paint. Puts up the little 13-footer off the heel. Rebound, Boban. He'll hand it to Doncic. Boban playing this whole first quarter so far for the Mavs. Here's Doncic right wing. Dribbling to his left. Step back from the top and nails it. Luka Doncic. He's got the three ball working early. That's a good sign for Mavs fans. And Dallas now up 21-17. Here's Kawhi Leonard. Backing down on Porzingis, finds a cutting Batum along the left baseline, and he finishes with two hands. Again, drawing the defense towards the middle. You can find a nice cutter there. That time Batum with the nice move to the basket. Here's Doncic up top. Hardaway Jr., beautiful extra pass. Porzingis left wing wide open, but he missed it badly off the back of the rim. Here is George for L.A. A beautiful crossover, gets over to the left. Elbow extended, and then air balls it over the rim. Rebound, Hardaway Jr. He'll push it to the left wing. Crosses over, gets baseline, and draws the foul. That'll be Reggie Jackson on the personal. He tried to pick Hardaway Jr.'s pocket there on the crossover. Of course, this series has been all offense most of the time. And uh, we've had a decent offensive performance so far from, from both clubs. Doncic will inbound it for Dallas on the far sideline. We'll get it into Dwight Powell, who just checked in. Gets it back. Doncic, a deep three from the left side and drills it. And actually, Maxi Kleber is healthy and playing. He's just coming off the bench this game. And we he immediately comes in and gets in a little bit of a, a uh, ordeal with one of the Clippers players. He, you could see Kleba shoving. I'm not sure if it was Zubac or Morris. Yeah, it was Morris. They got their arms tangled up on the rebound, and Kleba shoved Morris. Morris, uh, you know, not afraid to get into uh, a tussle with uh, the opposition's players. And it looks like the referees will go over and look at this, look at this to see if anybody is uh, warranting a technical or flagrant or ejection. Wouldn't be surprised if if Kleba gets a technical for that push. But Rick Carlisle, a coach that has not been afraid to has not been afraid at all to to go zone defensively as far as uh, you know head coaches in the regular season he has used he has been one of the 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 coaches that have used it the most over the over his time in Dallas
So we've seen some 2-1-2. I think the 2-1-2 the with Boban specifically is good for him because he can be the one in the middle where he can kind of just hang out in the paint near the free throw line and just be a presence and you don't require that player to move around as much. Doncic already with 11 points in the early going, 4 of 6 from the field and 3 of 3 from downtown. So uh, we've already seen, it looks like, the uh, the extra day off did, did Luka some good. Yeah, I don't really see much from Morris there. It looks like just a traditional box out and maybe it was something Morris said. And, and Kleba, Kleba took exception to it and then had some words for Morris himself. So we're still taking uh, taking the time out here on this review. It's uh, it's a little unfortunate. You know, I, I'm all for replay and review and getting the call right, but uh, I've always been against just how long it takes at times. But one, one other big issue that Dallas has had, especially in the last couple of games, is scoring when Luka has come off the floor. You know, they've got Jalen Brunson, but last year they got great production from, from Bubble Trey Burke and uh, also Seth Curry creating offense. And this year there's not, you know, they've got Josh Richardson, but he's not really known for his on-ball creation and, uh, you know, Jalen Brunson is good at it, but I think he's a little overstretched if he's the only guy out there on the floor that can do anything off the dribble. So it's interesting that, uh, I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd have to assume that one of Kleba or Porzingis was going to be the victim of Boban starting. I'm actually slightly I mean, it might just be a matter of Porzingis' uh, you know, name recognition and, and trying to keep his confidence up. But uh, I'm a, I, I almost would have considered sitting Porzingis and putting him on the second unit uh, to, try to, to try to have another guy out there that can spruce up those bench groups. Whereas Kleba, I think, fits really well with Doncic. He also gives them a little bit more you know, mobility on the defensive end than Porzingis does. And uh, they, they've come up with the call. Again, I'm, I'm just watching this, uh, the video on mute here. So it appears that Kleba was called for a technical, but also something was called on the Clippers as well because Ty Lue and, and Morris are, are talking with the official and don't seem very happy. So maybe they maybe they called that a double tech. Not not sure. No, it doesn't look like it because the Clippers are getting a free throw. So not sure exactly what. Uh... Oh, Marcus Morris. I, I see. He he picked up a flagrant foul there. Maybe he flailed his arm a little bit on that box out as Kleba now after uh, Kawhi hit the technical. Kleba at the line taking the flagrant. Man. I do not see much there. Uh, Morris extended his arms, but you typically do that with a box out. I really disagree with that call to, being called a flagrant. Here is Doncic with the ball at the free throw line. Now backs out, fall away, triple, and hits again. Doncic with his fourth three of the quarter, and Dallas now leads it 28-20 to with 3.20 to go in the first. 
Rajon Rondo into the ballgame as well as Zubac for the Clippers. Rondo throws it right side to Leonard. He'll get a screen from Morris. Now switched on to by Kleba. He'll drive left into the paint. He draws the foul. And it looks like he will go to the line for two. Kawhi Leonard has abused just about anybody that has covered him this series. Absolutely phenomenal performance thus far. As uh, Morris and Kleba still continuing to, uh, to talk to each other. Kawhi with the first, and it's good. Leonard averaging 33 points per game on 74.1% true shooting through the first four games of the series. Absolutely absurd. He's done better, a better job of getting to the rim than he did in the regular season as he misses the second free throw ball, batted out of bounds. It will remain with the Clippers. As uh, Leonard taking 32% of his shots at the basket in this series so far compared to 25% of his attempts coming at the rim in the regular season. Also hitting 61% in the mid-range and 48% from three. Rondo inbounding it in the, on the near baseline, gets it to George, right corner. Now we'll dribble it up to the wing. Guarded by Doncic. We'll go behind the back, gets to the free throw line, kicks it right wing, Morris three. That's off the mark. Rebound Doncic. He'll push it up for the Mavs. Now we'll get a staggered screen up top. And good job there from the Clippers. Now he'll get another screen from Powell. Doncic, step back to his left. Hits again! Luka Doncic with his fifth triple. Absolutely automatic so far in this game five. Dallas's lead up to 10 now, 31-21. Here is Morris, right wing to Leonard. Leonard guarded by Finney Smith. Leonard goes between his legs, now switched on to by Hardaway. Beautiful pass out. Paul George wide open for three, but that's short. Rebound Zubac, and he is mauled by Dwight Powell. He will go to the line for two. I mean, these are not, uh, these are not easy step backs. Paul George contested that last one pretty darn well, but Luka hit it anyway. As we've got another timeout with the score. The Dallas Mavericks 31, the Los Angeles Clippers 21 with just over two minutes to play in the first quarter. Again, this is Garrett Bouguet with the podcast Duncan Dynasty. This is a special live League Pass radio edition. I'll be bringing you live play-by-play -play and advanced stats throughout the night. If you've got any questions or uh, any comments that you want me to, uh, to, to talk about tonight, please uh, tweet at me, at Garrett Bouguet. But yeah, Leonard has done a better job getting to the rim in this series. Paul George as well. Uh, George, after just taking 27% of his attempts during the regular season at the basket, that's up to 31% in this series. Also, He's converting at a much higher rate. George shot just 59% on his rim attempts during the season. In this series, he's made 16 of 20, which is 80%, which is a big part of his offensive production. 25 points per game on 60.7, true shooting for him. And, uh, you know, he's actually kind of struggled with the, the three-point shot in this series. So the fact that he's been able to get to the rim and, and be effective in the mid-range has, has sort of uh, allowed him to still be very productive offensively. 
but both George and Leonard have absolutely dominated. The Clippers have really not had too many players outside of those two step up big offensively. They've kind of had more of a balanced attack outside of their their two stars. But they've done enough, especially the last uh, the last few games. Leonard, you know, we saw him already at the line in this one. He's been drawing shooting fouls on 18.2% of his shot attempts in this series. And uh, he's also done a decent job on the offensive glass, 7% offensive rebound rate. So Leonard, you know, despite the fact that the Clippers went at down 0-2, there's a lot of criticism over the team and the individual players involved. Leonard has been absolutely sensational. If it was just based on his performances, I think the Clippers should should have swept at this point. But, you know, Luka has also been phenomenal on the other end. The Mavericks, especially Tim Hardaway, have just shot absolutely, or have been absolutely in fuego from downtown, which has, you know, helped spark their offense despite having really only one star compared to the Clippers' two. But Doncic already with 17 points in this opening quarter. 6 of 8 from the field, 5 of 5 from 3, 3 rebounds and 4 assists as well. So that's, I think that's the, you know, that's the key to this series. Can Luka Doncic just be the best player on the planet? And if he can, which again he was for the first two and a half games of this series, you know, the Dallas has a, a reasonably good shot of winning this. But if he's just good or, you know, average for even his standards, you know, I, I think the Clippers would, would like their chances. Yeah, they're showing a graphic now on TNT that uh, Doncic nearly almost uh, equaling his point total from the entirety of Game 4 here in the first 10 minutes of Game 5. Uh, Zubach at the line shooting two. First one is up and in. You see that tape on Doncic's neck and, and shoulder area there. I never really saw exactly what incident caused the pain, but uh, you know you could you could definitely see him grimacing in in parts of the latter half of Game Three and and as well as Game Four. Uh, Zubach knocks down both. It's Dallas thirty-one. And the Los Angeles Clippers, 23, 2.05 to go in the first quarter. Dallas going from left to right. Here's Dwight Powell. Beautiful fake handoff to Doncic at the top, then drives and draws the foul on Leonard. Powell just doing a good job of recognizing that the Clippers' defense overplaying Doncic there and uh, able to get right past Zubac on that fake handoff. And Kawhi came over to take the charge, but was clearly moving to his left. So Powell will get two. First one is up, and that is good. Powell, an interesting choice here. We've seen Carlisle go with, with Willie Cauley-Stein at times as well. But part of the reason Powell, I don't think, is that effective in this series is his main strength offensively is against a conventional pick-and-roll defense, defensive scheme where he can be that lob threat as he knocks down both. It's Dallas 33, Los Angeles 23, two minutes to go. Rondo will get it for the Clippers. It's Rondo, Kawhi, Mann, Zubac, and George for L.A. It's Brunson, Powell, Luka, Kleba, and Finney-Smith. 
for the Mavericks. Here's Luke, or excuse me, Kawhi on the right block, throws it cross court to Mann, left side, four on the shot clock. He'll drive right on Luka, tries to put up the shot on the run and gets it to go, fading away right of the lane. Beautiful, tough shot there as the shot clock expired. Here's Doncic with the basketball right wing, gets doubled, finds Powell on the roll. Up top, Kleba, left corner, Finney Smith. Back to Powell, finds the cutting Finney Smith, but the Clippers do a good job double teaming. He'll kick it out to Brunson, right wing. He gnashes the baseline, finds Finney Smith, left corner, but that's blocked by Kawhi. Terrific defensive possession that time from the Clippers. Here's Rondo with a basketball for L.A. Gets a screen from Zubac going left. Gets left of the lane. Gets under the rim. Tries to throw it up, but couldn't get it to go. And rebound Dacic. He'll push it up for the Mavericks. He'll get a screen from Powell going left. He gets Rondo on his back. Puts up the little floater off the back of the iron. No. Tries to get his own rebound, but it's picked up by Leonard. Leonard will push it right wing to Rondo. Up top, George. Left side, Kawhi. Kawhi drives baseline, gets to the rim, and lays it up and in off the glass with the right hand. Dallas 33, Los Angeles 27, 38 seconds to go in the quarter. Here is Doncic, gets a tough screen from Powell, which blew Rondo out of the play. He drives left, tries to throw in the corner, but it's deflected by Leonard. Another good play from Leonard, breaking up a Dallas 2-on-1 there and forcing the... Uh, the reset here, 33 on the game clock, 16 on the shot clock. Dallas leading at 33-27. Finney-Smith will inbound it for the Mavs. He'll get it into Doncic. Doncic will take the three off the catch, and that's off the side of the rim. No good. That will go out of bounds with 28.5 seconds to go in the period, so a 4.5-second differential between the game and shot clock. Ball inbounded to Rajon Rondo. He'll walk it up. Over the timeline into the front court. Dallas going back into what looks like a 2-3 zone. Rondo now orchestrating, telling his teammates where to go. Gets a screen from Zubac. Gets to the line to the lane. Puts up the shot right of the lane with the right hand. No, but he draws the foul on Powell. 11.1 seconds to go in the first. So Dallas will have plenty of time on the way back. Probably a good foul or a good call there. That was definitely a bump on Powell as uh, Rondo made the drive. Rajon Rondo, the midseason acquisition for the Clippers as he misses the first free throw. Gives them, uh, you know, a, an extra dose of passing, playmaking, and uh, veteran experience on this roster. You know, him and Batum, I think, were, were pretty good pickups just in terms of, you know, when you've got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and you typically start a, you know, a point guard like a Pat Beverly, it's, uh, as, as Rondo knocks down the second, it's good to have, you know, some, some passing that you can throw out there from your role players. Here's Doncic, four on the game clock. We'll drive right past Batum, jump stop, shot fakes, gets man out of the way, lays it up and in. And that will end the first quarter as the Clippers just inbound it and run out the clock with the score. The Dallas Mavericks 35, the Los Angeles Clippers 28. And Doncic finishes that quarter with 19 points on 7 of 11 shooting. Absolutely dominant. And he's helped the Mavs out to this 7-point lead. But yeah, Rondo and Batum have given this team you know, a little bit more passing around the edges 
which is important. You know, I, I, I often say that, that that trade that Toronto made at the 2019 trade deadline to get Marcus Saul was so big because, you know, you've got Kawhi Leonard. That team had Kawhi Leonard as their, as their go-to scorer. Yes, they had guys like Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet, but, you know, to get that extra dose of passing from, from the big position or, you know, just to, just to get some extra passing just in general on that roster really benefited that team. I thought it, it made them go up a level offensively. So, yeah, I think Rondo and, and Batum have been, have been pluses in this, in this uh, series for the Clippers. But they're going to have to figure out what they're doing with Luka Doncic. And I guess, fortunately for L.A., I would assume that Doncic isn't going to play all 48 minutes. He played every minute of that first quarter. And uh, this would be the moment, if, if he comes out and gets his rest here to start the second, this would be where, as, as the Clippers, you would want to take advantage and fight your way back into this one. But this is what I was hoping for. I was hoping that Luka was going to be back to playing and, and back to being fully healthy and dominating. And he, is, he has done exactly that here in the early going. So we should have a good game on our hands all evening. Yeah, the uh, a few a few stats as far as the the Clippers' offense in this series. You know, the team in general is shooting five percent worse from three. I mentioned Paul George's struggles from downtown. Uh, you know, five percent worse from three than they did during the regular season. But they're six point two percent better in terms of accuracy from the mid range and seven point one percent better at the rim. So they're offsetting the the slight struggles. I mean, they're still over thirty six percent from three, but they were one of the best shooting teams in history this year so they're off offsetting that slight struggle that slight downgrade from downtown by being better at the rim being better at mid-range they've also been very dominant in transition they've got a 158.3 offensive rating in transition through four games and that's actually even better off of live rebounds their offensive rating is 165.4 off of live rebounds which is just ridiculous so it goes to show you, too, how important and how much, you know, Dallas just being really effective offensively and, and the Clippers having to take it out of the net helps the Dallas defense. As we're back from, from commercial here, we're, we're taking a look at Luka Doncic with the career-high 19 in the first quarter. You know, the Clippers' defense has also done a, a pretty good job of limiting limiting uh, shots at the rim for the Mavs. Mavericks attempting just 23% of their shot attempts at the basket. They've also limited Dallas in transition. Dallas, uh, only 8.5% of their possession through four games have been in transition. Now, part of that, I think, is just that Dallas is has always been very slow. They've always played slow with Carlisle. As uh, we're back, Clippers going from right to left with the possession here to start the second quarter. Here is Paul George, switched on to by Porzingis. He'll drive left into the paint, spins, turns over his left shoulder, and draws the contact, and will go to the line. Good patience there as, uh, you know, he, he got the slower-footed Porzingis, drove left. Porzingis did a decent job initially, but George stopping quickly, reverse pivoting, and... Uh, with a little shot fake drawing the foul and getting to the line. 
First one is up and in for George. Looks like Boban is going to check in again for Dallas. And this would this would be the, the strategy for me as well, especially in the non-Luka minutes. Get Brunson, get Porzingis. I would even put Tim Hardaway out there in the non-Luka minutes. And, and Boban, just get as many offensive players other than Luka on the floor so you can craft at least a, a, a decent offense. Second free throw for George is good as well. So it's Brunson, Richardson, Porzingis, Marjanovic, and Hardaway Jr. for the Mavs. It's Batum, Zubach, George, Rondo, and Morris for the Clippers. Here's Boban at the top, hands it off to, Richard, to Hardaway Jr. He drives right of the lane, puts a floater off the glass, no. Rebound Zubach, he'll get it to Rondo. Rondo pushing it down the right sideline to the right wing. Now we'll get a screen. Driving left to the line to the lane. Gets under the rim. Turns around. Can't get it to go. Fight for the rebound. Zubach gets it. Back to Rondo. He puts it up with the left. No. Boban tips it out, but right to Batum. Batum left corner to Morris for three. That's off the mark. Rebound Boban. He'll get it to Richardson. Richardson down the left side. Gets a screen from Porzingis. Tries to hit Porzingis on the pick and pop, but it's deflected. And we've got a foul. I believe it's going to be on Kristaps. As uh, the, the loose ball was, uh, he was trying to gather it. But yeah, I, I frankly, I, I would rather see Richardson out there with Luca because I, I don't like seeing him as one of the key playmakers with the second unit. Here is Rondo with the ball at the free throw line. Finds a cutting Batum along the baseline and he stuffs it home. He was hanging out in the right corner but snuck past the defense under the rim and finishes it off. So the Clippers off to a 4-0 start here in the second. Here's Porzingis, gets the ball on the left block, turns around on Rondo, shoots over him, can't get it. Rebound L.A. Here's Batum now on the right wing. He'll pull up for three. That's an air ball. Rebound Hardaway Jr. He'll push it now for Dallas, gets to the right wing, goes between his legs, gets right of the lane. It's poked away by George, picked up by Rondo. Rondo three on two, finds Batum streaking down, and his shot is blocked, but he's fouled by Porzingis. So again, a real rough start for the Mavs offense here to start the second. And, uh, you know, this is exactly what's happened as this uh, series, uh, the momentum has turned a little bit as the Clippers have just absolutely dominated the, the non-Luka minutes. Yeah, that was obviously a foul on Porzingis there. But, you know, those post-ups where Porzingis catches it, just turns and shoots over a smaller defender, the Clippers are going to take that. Porzingis shooting 43% from mid-range in this series. You know, that's that's decent, but it's not good enough. That's, you know, less than essentially a point per possession with those shots. And the Clippers, as I mentioned, their offensive rating at 124, 1.24 points per possession. They'll happily see Dallas do that, and... and Porzingis checking out now as Kleba and Powell check into the ball game for both Porzingis and for Boban. As the ball is poked out of Hardaway Jr.'s hands by Batum, Dallas will inbound it on the near sideline. 10.04 to go in the second quarter, 18 on the shot clock. Dallas 35, Los Angeles 34. Hardaway will get it into Powell at the top of the key. He'll hand it off to Brunson off a curl, and he misses the mid-range jumper, but Powell all alone for the put-back jam. 
So Powell giving, uh, giving Carlisle what he wants here in the early going, and Dallas's lead up to three. Here is Paul George on the right wing. Gets a screen from Zubach to the line to the lane. Gets under the rim. Can't finish. Rebound by Kleba. Kleba is pushed off the ball by George. George tried to sneak in from behind, but body checked him. That'll be a foul on PG, and Dallas will get it. Yeah, Powell, one of his best traits is that athleticism. Here is Brunson with the basketball. Gets a screen from Powell. Now gets a rescreen. Gets to the free throw line. Right wing Richardson for a triple. That one's off the mark. Rebound Paul George. He'll jog it up over the timeline to the front court. Gets a screen from Zubac up top. Now will rescreen going right. Gets to the elbow. Throws it left corner to Batum. To the wing to Rondo. Onto the block to Zubac. He'll back down on Powell. Gets into the paint. Turns over the left shoulder with a right hand jump hook. And that's good. Zubac with a beautiful move there. And I believe that's going to lead to a timeout by the Mavericks as Rick Carlisle does not like what he sees in these non-Luka lineups as uh, Dallas with a seven-point lead going into the second period. And in under three minutes, the Clippers have cut that to that lead to just one. 9.04 to go in the quarter. So looking at some... Some scores from around the league. We've had a couple of series end tonight. The Philadelphia 76ers, without Joel Embiid, took care of the Washington Wizards 129-112 to to win that 1-8 series in the East, four games to one. And then also the Atlanta Hawks took care of the New York Knicks, winning the second game of the series in Madison Square Garden by a final score of 103-89, to and Atlanta also winning that in five games. So that sets up that matchup between the one-seeded Sixers and the five-seeded Hawks. And the Sixers, we don't know the status of Joel Embiid. He's got a apparently a small lateral meniscus tear in his right knee. And any time I hear meniscus, uh, meniscus tear with a basketball player, I, that is not a good sign. Not that I played at the highest of levels, but I suffered a a meniscus tear myself and was told that, uh, you know, to just rehab and, and uh, you know, hope it heals on its own, but it didn't. I eventually tore my ACL in the same knee. So even though, yeah, they, they did, uh, the Sixers did, uh, <laughs> they, they, they made note that it was a small meniscus tear. So perhaps, perhaps it is small enough that uh, it uh, it it will be you know something that Embiid can recover from quickly and won't potentially risk further injury. But I have a hard time believing that that something like that can be healed in in such a short amount of time. And everyone was talking about that the the Sixers Hawks that the Sixers should just walk into the conference finals. I never believed that. I, I think when I did my uh, Eastern Conference playoff preview with Ryan Edwards, I picked the Sixers to beat the Hawks in six games, even with Embiid, assuming Embiid was going to be healthy. So if he has to miss the start of that series, I, I seriously give the Hawks a, a pretty decent chance to, to come out of that one and, and make a conference finals. You know, if, if, if you were to tell me right now that Embiid is not going to play at all in that series, I would pick the Hawks. 
So it's it's very concerning. We'll have to see, you know, how much is Embiid going to miss? How is he progressing? You know, are these reports just a way to sort of uh, keep people off the scent of the fact that this is a serious injury? Versus, you know, this, I guess for the hope would be that, especially for Sixers fans, that that it is just incredibly minor and the meniscus tear overstates, you know, labeling it that overstates the intensity of the injury. But that's that's fascinating. And, you know, the other the other game going on currently is we're we're back from commercial here. The Utah Jazz blowing away the Memphis Grizzlies 78 to 53. So it appears that uh, out of the four games tonight that uh, that this Dallas Clippers series might be the only one that extends to a game six. Of course, this is guaranteed to be a game a game six in this series since it's two to two. Here's Dallas with the basketball. Luca back on the floor. He'll throw it right wing. Tim Hardaway Jr. for three, and he drills it. Nice execution out of the timeout there as Hardaway Jr. continues his hot shooting, and Dallas leads it 40 to 36. Dallas looking like they're going into another bit of a zone here as Paul George throws it left wing Morris. He'll drive into the paint, puts up the right-hand scoop. No, fight for the rebound, and Zubach is fouled, attempting to get that board. And Morris has stayed on the ground here. Not sure what the issue is. He's kind of, uh, he's almost, I don't know if it's a wrist, a hand. He's shaking out both hands. Hopefully we'll get a replay here and see what just happened. If it was an awkward fall, if he landed hard on his wrist. Huh. I wonder if it's... It looked like an awkward landing. As he did take a bit of a hit to his back there from Kleba. But... Not sure exactly what the issue is, and he he's not making it very clear by, you know, grabbing a part of his body or anything like that to let us know, but he looks like he's going to stay out there. 14 on the shot clock for the Clippers, 8.30 on the second quarter game clock. It's the Mavs 40, the Clippers 36, Batum with the basketball up top, hands it off to Paul George. George guarded by Hardaway Jr., going between the legs, gets a screen from Batum. Tries to get it back to Batum, but that pass was off the mark. Fight for the loose ball. It's picked up by Finney Smith. He'll hand it off to Doncic. Doncic guarded by Rondo. Dribbling over the right wing. Now he'll go to post him up. He's backing him down. Gets over to the right elbow. Gets into the paint. Tries to go to that step back, but Rondo read it and stripped him. And Luka fouls Batum to stop the fast break. That's the uh, basketball IQ, the high-level of basketball IQ from Rondo, knowing exactly what Luca was trying to do there and reading it. I think against when, when Rondo's covering you, you've got to just continue to back him down because I think eventually he's going to relent, give up, and try to, try to just get a steal. If you've got enough patience, you can sort of get right to the rim just because at, at some point he's going to relent as the first free throw from Batum is good. So not a great foul there either from Luka when the Clippers are in the bonus already at 8.03 to go here in the second quarter. 
It's one thing to foul to stop a transition opportunity. But it's, it's another when the team gets two free throws when you foul. As uh, Batum knocking down both, and the Dallas lead down to two. Here's Doncic, pressured by Rondo full court, gets it over the half-court line, gets a screen from Boban. Now we'll rescreen at the top, going left, pulls up at the elbow. Now a beautiful lofted pass to Boban, who was all by his lonesome under the rim for the easy deuce. 42-38, Dallas lead back up to four. Here's Paul George, left wing, drives baseline, gets under the rim, finds Rondo right wing, cross-court Leonard, left corner. He'll drive on Boban, gets all the way to the rim and finishes. That's the other issue, especially without Kleba or Porzingis on the floor. If uh, if Boban is the one guarding the ball, yes, you might as well attack because there's not going to be much resistance behind him. Here's Doncic at the top, dribbling to his right now, snakes the screen, gets to his left, fade away, no. Boban with the rebound, and he is fouled. <laughs> Boban oftentimes doesn't even have to jump over the guys that are covering him. That time it was Morris. But he makes a 6'8 Marcus Morris look puny. 14 on the shot clock for the Mavericks. Dallas leading at 42-40, to 7-15 on the game clock. Luka inbounds it to Boban. Back to Luka on the left wing. Gets a screen, now dribbles left. Gets... George behind him, puts up the floater with the right hand up and in. Luca, such an expert at that floater. Here is uh, the Clippers. Paul George throws it right block to Kawhi. Kawhi gets doubled. Back to George. George throws it cross court. A beautiful pass to Marcus Morris. And he reverses it up and in on the right side off the glass. Dallas 42. And Los Angeles, or Dallas 44, excuse me, Los Angeles 42. Here's Doncic, gets a screen from Boban again, gets Rondo on his back, puts up the little floater with the right hand again from five feet and hits. Doncic picking apart the Clippers' defense here. It's Dallas back up four. Here's Kawhi, left wing Paul George, fakes the three, dribbles right now, kicks it to Leonard, right wing, drives left into the paint, now finds Morris, left corner. Seven on the shot clock. He'll drive on Kleba, puts his shoulder into him, turns over that left shoulder. No, Zubac with the rebound and the right-hand finish over Boban. Beautiful play there from Zubac. And he'll have an opportunity to cut the Dallas lead to one. Zubac with just good interior position on that, uh, on that play. Used his body to, to keep Boban off and then able to throw it down. Zubac, a good touch as well from, from the free throw line. The season shot 78.9%. Free throw that time rattles out. If you believe in the announcer's drinks, and I don't, that uh, would have affected that shot. Here is uh, Luka Doncic on the right wing, guarded by Leonard. He'll get a screen from Boban, and Leonard pokes it away momentarily, but Luka gets it back. He snakes the dribble, gets the free throw line. Left wing, Kleba three. That rattles in and out. That was halfway down. Picked up by Reggie Jackson. He'll push it for L.A. Gets to the free throw line, goes behind the back. Now we'll pull it out towards the right wing, calling for Zubach to set a screen. Now we'll throw it left wing to Leonard. Leonard will get a screen from Zubach. Pulls up from the free throw line and hits. We are all knotted up at 46, 5.30 to go in the second quarter. Luka Doncic dribbles it over the timeline into the front court, guarded by Kawhi. 
Now we'll await a screen from Boban. Now we'll drive right. Gets under the rim. A lot of contact there as Luca again, just very deceptive in, in how he slows down at times. Shaking out that left arm after that fall. You wonder how much that has to do with, with his prior injury there. He just did fall. He may have hit his funny bone there on that fall. But we've seen with Chris Paul, who I don't know if it's the exact same injury Luca's dealing with that, that Paul is, but uh, you know it, it affects your your feeling, your ability to to control the basketball and stuff with with this injury. As Luca hits hits the first free throw, he's of course been really struggling from the line in this series in particular. He's got one more from the charity stripe here. That's up and in. The Mavs 48, the Clippers 46, 5.14 to go in the second. Reggie Jackson will push it up for the Clippers. It's Jackson, George, Kawhi, Zubach, and Morris for L.A. It's Doncic, Hardaway Jr., Cauley-Stein, Finney Smith, and Kleba for the Mavs. Kawhi drives right along the baseline Gets tripped up, falls over, and the ball is going to be out of bounds. Kawhi can't believe there's no foul on that play. Referees just let him go, and then all of a sudden Kawhi was was uh, picking up the ball, and his el his left elbow was on that baseline. And so Dallas will get it back, and absolutely Kawhi has uh, a reason to complain there as Cauley Stein absolutely raked him across the arm. Dallas gets it back. Here's Luka. will take a deep three from the left off the heel. And Zubac able to hold off Cauley Stein for the rebound. Here's Paul George now for L.A. We'll get a screen from Zubac going left. We'll pull up for a left-wing triple off the back of the rim. Rebound Cauley Stein. He'll get it to Doncic. Doncic will push it up. Now over to the right wing, guarded by Jackson. Let's see if Doncic will go to the back down. Yes, he will. Gets over to the right elbow. Fade away from 17. No, but we've got a foul. Or either a foul or maybe a defensive three seconds. Not sure what the call is there. Zubac was looking perplexed and pointing at his man like he was, you know, standing right there. Jackson also arguing with the, uh, the referee. Yeah, it is a defensive three seconds. Is Hardaway at the line for the technical free throw and knocks it down. Gives Dallas a three-point lead. 49-46, 4.24 to go until halftime. So we're getting a look at Ty Lue here. Fifth season as an NBA head coach for, for Lou. As the ball inbounded to Doncic, and we've got a moving screen on Cauley Stein. As uh, the camera didn't get back to the action until he was basically setting the screen there, so didn't get a good look if that was a good call, but we'll get a replay. Man, I don't know about that. He was just a handoff there. It <laughs> didn't do much, but uh, nonetheless, it's Clippers basketball. Here's Kawhi gets doubled up top. Jackson left side. George into the corner. Morris fakes the shot. Drives in. Attacks Cauley Stein. Can't get it to go, but he will draw the foul. Much better job, though, from Dallas in this game so far of running guys off of the three-point line. That's what you want to do with this Clippers basketball team. They're so good. They will beat you from three if you give them a bunch of open looks. 
So just seeing that rotation off of the double of Leonard and, and covering it all up, and yes, you do concede a free throw at the end of it, but it's a decent effort there and you know a good sign for the Mavs that their their intensity and their communication is getting better on on that end of the floor. So we've got a couple of games tomorrow night, a couple of game sixes. The, the Nuggets and Blazers in Portland for Game 6, and then the Suns and Lakers in L.A. for that Game 6. As Morris able to knock down both. So the Dallas lead trims to one as uh, we approach four minutes to go in the second. Here's Doncic at the top, guarded by Kawhi, gets a screen from Cauley Stein. He'll find Hardaway curling at the top, and he is fouled. I don't believe Dallas is in the penalty as of yet, so they will embat it on the sideline. Clippers have been in the bonus since about the eight-minute mark of this quarter. Carlisle calling out a play here for his team to run. As Finney Smith inbounds it to Cauley-Stein, he'll hand it to Luka at the top. Luka guarded by Kawhi, eight on the shot clock. He'll call for another screen from Cauley-Stein. He gets it going right. Now we'll snake it, gets the left elbow, puts up the little floater. That one's halfway down and out. Rebound Zubach, he'll get it to George, who finds Kawhi at the top. He'll step back for a three. That one's short. Fight for the rebound. Cauley-Stein taps it out to Doncic. Doncic will push it, but it's really two on five right now for Dallas. As his teammates struggling to get back. Now they finally do. Now Doncic gets a screen from Cauley-Stein, gets into the paint, kicks it. Hardaway Jr., right corner three. That's no good. Rebound Morris. Hardaway Jr. so far has always been knocking down those ones, so it's a little bit surprising to see him miss. He's been that good. Here is Jackson. Crosses over, gets into the paint, puts it up. No, that's short, but he gets his own rebound. Kicks it out. Leonard, he'll fake the three at the top. Guarded by Finney Smith. Nine on the shot clock. He'll get a screen from Jackson. Now he's doubled. Back up top, Jackson. Left corner, Morris. He'll take the three. That's short. Cauley Stein able to get out there and, and reasonably contest that, that corner triple. Here's Doncic again. Gets a screen from Hardaway Jr. Drives baseline. Gets bumped. Can't get it to go. No foul. Picked up by Jackson. Jackson will push it. Five on four for the Clippers. Gets it to George. Into the right corner. Kawhi Leonard for a triple. That's good. And Los Angeles takes a 51-49 lead with 2.38 to go in the second quarter. And Steve Ballmer loves it. Transition, as I mentioned, has been a big part of this series and a big part of what has helped the Clippers. They've had a great offense running in transition off of misses. And, uh, you know, part of that is Luka driving in for a for a little floater there off the glass, can't get it to go. He's behind the play, so the Clippers get basically a, you know, a, a five-on-four there. Paul George with a beautiful pass, and Leonard with the wide-open triple. And Dallas, frankly, as good as they are offensively, does not take advantage enough in transition. They, they typically like to play in the half court. They like to play slow. They're one of the best half-court offenses in history these last couple of years, but... It is helpful to get a you know an advantage opportunity every now and again where you've just got more guys than the defense has to to defend. But yeah, Porzingis has continued to has continued to be a, largely a non-factor. In just 10 minutes, he's got two points on one of four shooting, 0 of two from three. I mentioned he was five of 15 coming into this one from three. 
just 43% from mid-range, which again, not terrible, but not good enough if if you're just getting wide open looks, shooting over guys that are a foot shorter than you. He also has not done a very good job on the defensive glass, just a 2.6% offensive rebounding rate. You know, that's one of the big issues in this series for Dallas. Other than Boban, you know, the, the likes of Kleba and Porzingis have not been able to take advantage of having wings or even guards defending them. And, you know, a couple of ways to do it is one, posting up, which again, Porzingis, not one of his strengths, and also, you know, getting on the glass and dominating the boards, and, and Porzingis has, has not done that. Just an 11.5 defensive rebounding rate for Chris Tops as well. So he is he has not had a good series. He has not been the second star so far this year that, that Dallas traded, you know, and, and hoped that he could be. They've largely survived and are in this series because Luka Doncic has been superhuman and at moments has played some of the best basketball that has ever been played, at least on the offensive end. But yeah, the Mavs just, uh, you know, outside of Porzingis, they, the role players have shot well. Hardaway again coming into this game, 15 of 26 from downtown. Kleba, 7 of 13. Finney Smith, 7 of 17. And uh, even guys off the bench like Brunson, I believe, is 4 for 8. So basically everyone around Doncic that is spotting up, taking advantage of him penetrating and drawing doubles, and drawing that extra attention have knocked down shots, but Kristaps uh, has not been one of them. Game one of this series was won by the Mavericks, 113-103. to 103. Game two, Dallas took it 127-121 despite an unbelievable performance from Kawhi Leonard. I believe he had 41 in that one. Game three, the Clippers go to Dallas and take it 118-108. And in game four, the Clippers knotted up the series at 106-81 as we're back from commercial. And in game five, we've got a back-and-forth affair as Dallas trailing by two, 51-49 with two and a half to go. Until halftime, here is Finney Smith hands it off to Doncic, guarded by Rondo. Ten on the shot clock, he'll wait a screen from Cauley-Stein, going right, gets to the free throw line, throws it up to Cauley-Stein. Stein really just kind of, I don't know if that was intentional, but he tapped it back to Doncic, and he was able to lay it up and in. That was a fancy give and go there, not sure if it was intentional. Here's Kawhi, gets into the paint, kicks it left corner to Rondo. Rondo picks up his dribble, finds Morris wide open, left corner three, and he hits it. Morris will hit more of those than he'll miss. If you just give him a wide-open corner look, he's been one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA the last couple of years. Clippers back up 54-51. Here's Doncic, guarded by Jackson, gets a screen. Gets a re-screen now going left of the lane. Steps back now, finds Hardaway right back to him. Doncic, eight on the shot clock. Switched by Zubac, finds Kleba. Kleba not really set to shoot, though. Back to Doncic, four on the shot clock. He drives in. Now he gets Kleba a wide-open look, and he hits it as the shot clock expires. Kleba looked like he was not ready and, and missed an opportunity to shot, but Doncic just got him another one. 54 all here, 125 to go. Kawhi again doubled on the right wing up top. Jackson, left wing Rondo again. Morris with an open corner three, can't finish. Zubach fighting on the offensive glass. 
Picks it back up, kicks it out to Jackson. Jackson at the top. Now guarded by Hardaway Jr. Seven on the shot clock. Throws it right wing Kawhi. Kawhi drives right along the baseline. Gets doubled. Beautiful D there from Cauley Stein. Getting his hand in the passing lane. And he'll get the steal and pitch it to Doncic. Doncic now at the top. Throws it to Finney Smith. Right back to Luka. Luka switched on to by Zubac. He'll get right past him. Throws the lob to Cauley Stein. And he'll finish it off with a two-hand flush. Dallas now with retakes the lead, 56-54. Here's Kawhi Leonard dribbling to the free throw line. Kicks it out. Rondo left wing. He's got an open look for three. That's no good. Rebound Kleba. He'll get it to Hardaway. He'll hand it off to Doncic. They've got an opportunity for a two-for-one here. 36 on the game clock. Here's Doncic guarded by Rondo up top to Hardaway Jr. He'll drive right. Gets into the paint. Puts up the floater. Can't get it. Fight for the rebound. Zubac will claim it. And because that took a few tips for him to finally grab it, the, the differential between the game and shot clock is about 1.5. So the Clippers can basically run this one down. Rondo throws it left wing to Jackson, guarded by Doncic. Jackson with five on the shot clock, now waiting a screen from Leonard. Jackson now will step back for a deep three. That's short. Fight for the rebound. Morris got his hands on it, but that will end the first half. With the Dallas Mavericks taking a two-point lead into the halftime break, 56-54. What a first half for Luka Doncic in this one. He's got 27 points, eight assists, just two turnovers, and three rebounds. He's 10 of 19 from the field, 5 of 7 from 3, and 2 of 2 from the charity stripe. He has been absolutely sensational. The Mavs are plus eight in his 20 minutes. So he just got that basically a, a three or four minute rest to start the second quarter. But uh, the Mavs, 20 of 42 shooting overall for 48.8%. Eight of 17 from three-point range. Eight of eight from the free throw line. They've got 10 assists on their 20 baskets and four turnovers. The Clippers winning the rebounding battle 26-20. The Clippers as a team, just 17 of 44 from the field, 39.5%. 7 of 20 from downtown, which is 36.8%. They did get to the free throw line 16 times and converted 13 of those. They uh, assisted on 13 of their 17 made baskets and had just 4 turnovers, so a clean half offensively for the Clippers, just not making... A lot of their shots. From an individual perspective, I already mentioned Luka's amazing stat line. Other guys for the Mavericks contributing. Nobody else in double figures, but Hardaway Jr. has eight. He's just two of seven, though, one of three from downtown. Marjanovic, in 13 minutes, scored six points, including four rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr. with eight points on or excuse me, I already did Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, Finney Smith with three points on one of two shooting, one of two from three, one assist and a steal for him. And then uh, I mentioned Porzingis' struggle, just two points, three rebounds on one of four from the field in 10 minutes. Maxi Kleba off the bench, a plus four in his 14 minutes. He's got four points, three rebounds on one of two from downtown. Dwight Powell also with a decent eight or six minutes. He had four points, a couple of rebounds, and an assist. Willie Cauley-Stein with two points on one-on-one from the field, including two rebounds. So Carlisle really, you know, uh, kind of 
doing a platoon at center. He gave Boban 13 minutes. He gave Powell 6 and Cauley Stein 4. So uh, kind of mixing it up, giving the uh, the Clippers different looks out there. Those guys uh, have some, some different strengths. And then uh, Jalen Brunson in 6 minutes had... Uh, a goose egg across the stat line, except for over one from the field. And then uh, Josh Richardson in three minutes was a minus six. He also put up a goose egg other than one turnover and O of one shooting. For the Clippers, leading the way, we've got uh, both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, each with 11. George on three of seven shooting, three of five from downtown, two of two from the charity strike. Leonard, 4 of 9 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3-point range, and 2 of 3 from the line. Also in double figures, Marcus Morris with 10 on 3 of 10 from the field, 2 of 6 from downtown. Batum with 8 points, 5 rebounds, and an assist, as well as a steal, 2 of 5 shooting for him. And then also Reggie Jackson with 5 points, just 2 of 6 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. Off the bench for the Clippers, Zubac. With six points and nine rebounds in 14 minutes, two of two from the field and two of three from the line. Rondo also in 12 minutes with one point, one rebound, and three assists as well as a block. Terrence Mann played three minutes, had two points, and uh, on on one of one shooting, didn't uh, record any other stats. So uh, I mentioned at the outset that I was going to during halftime talk about that thriller that was the Blazers and Nuggets Game 5, and the Denver Nuggets coming out of that at home, winning it 147-140 to 140 in double OT to take a 3-2 series lead. Damian Lillard with the performance of a lifetime, 55 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, 17 of 24 shooting, 12 of 17 from three, which that 12 three-point makes is an NBA playoff record. Nine of 10 from the free throw line. And he hit, which I will get into here momentarily, clutch shot after clutch shot after clutch shot. And uh, Nikola Jokic was not too bad himself as uh, he put up a stat line of 38 points. 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 blocks, and also hit 3 triples. He's also the first person to put up those numbers in a playoff game. So uh, both the stars coming to play and playing absolutely brilliantly. And it was a, uh, you know, not the greatest, the most well-played basketball game, but it was certainly really fun to watch. Had plenty of drama down the stretch as uh, the Blazers... I'm going to recap sort of the the crazy couple of last couple of minutes of regulation as well as the uh, the closing sequences in in both of the overtimes. But the Blazers were down 119 to 115 with you know about uh, there was there was about 39 seconds to go in the ball game. There was a 15 second differential between the game and shot clock. And the Blazers on defense, defending, I, I think it's the right call there to play defense, get the ball back. Uh, you know, you're, you're likely not going to get it at 15. The team is going to shoot it a little bit before that. So you're hoping you get the ball with 20 seconds to go. You can either push it there or call a timeout. 
But I like the idea of not fouling there because you're hoping you can you can get a shot off within five, ten seconds, and you've got then you know the game to within one or two points if you're able to get the stop and score the basket. And then when you play the foul game, you actually have a little bit more of a realistic shot. You're only hoping maybe for one miss, or if you hit a three, even if they make both, it's still a one-possession game. You'll have a chance to tie it. So I liked the the idea to to not foul there. And they're able to get the stop as uh, Damian Lillard guarding Austin Rivers on the left wing. Rivers tried to drive right. Dame you know, sort of cuts him off, then able to use his left hand, poke the ball away to get the steal. Then in transition throws, he's on the right sideline, just past half court. He throws a left-handed cross-court pass to CJ in the left corner for a triple to cut the game to one with just 13.2 seconds left. So, you know, then the Blazers play the foul game. The Nuggets hit both. So Portland down 121-118 with 12.4 seconds left. They uh, they get the ball into Lillard. He's on the right side, the right wing. He drives left, pulls up, and uh, takes the shot, misses it, and is called for, uh, or excuse me, Rivers is called for a for a three fi- uh, three shot shooting foul, and Denver then challenges that, and the referees look at it and decide that it is an on-the-floor foul. It, it appears that Austin Rivers, with his left hand, hit Damian Lillard's right arm as Lillard was trying to move that right hand and arm to the ball to go up into his shot. So, you know, you're it's before the shooting motion if you don't have both hands on the ball. You're not, you know... Um, Typically with a jump shot, you're putting both hands on it first and then going up. So the fact that the fa- the contact occurred prior to the, the, the official gather of the basketball, I think that was right to call it on the floor. But because it was still a foul, they called it a they called it a uh, uh, an unsuccessful challenge for the Nuggets, which is interesting because then Denver loses its timeout. But they got the advantage of, um, you know, with hindsight, it wasn't an advantage. But at the time, it was the advantage that, oh, you know, Damian Lillard, the one of the clutchest players in the history of the game, is not going to get three free throws to tie it here. They're going to have to inbound it. Uh, but nonetheless, the NBA calls that an unsuccessful challenge. So I would like to see them change that because, you know, if you're changing the situation from a three-shot foul to an inbounds, yes, it's not from a foul to a not a foul, but Denver challenged it and was right to challenge it and got a benefit from that challenge. So I'm not a fan of that being uh, being unsuccessful in Denver then losing their timeout. And the fact that they didn't have the timeout ended up coming back to bite them. But uh, anyways, so Portland then inbounding it with 9.8 seconds left after the Rivers foul and the review. And Lillard gets the ball. They run sort of a, a a staggered screen to get the switch with Porter Jr. And Lillard hits a filthy step back three to his right over the outstretched arms of Porter Jr. to to tie the game at 121. Denver, without that timeout and about three seconds to go, just kind of got it into Morris, and and he got about a half court heave in as time expired. But uh, it was obviously no good. So that sent us to overtime. And the the story of 
of uh, of both overtimes really became the Nuggets getting out to these big leads and and Portland having to make a crazy comeback. But uh, part of what helped the Nuggets get out to that lead, Portland was was struggling to score in the first few minutes of overtime, and Jokic made a gorgeous cross-court pass to Austin Rivers for a right corner three to put Denver up by 9, 132-123, with just 2.14 left in the overtime session. So at that point, you know, if you look at the if you look at the percentages, the odds that Portland wins that game down nine with with just over two minutes to go, it's it's astronomical. You know, the the, the odds are so unlikely. But when you've got Damian Lillard, he he sometimes does the impossible. Lillard responded after that Rivers three with a with a right hand drive, gets the bump, and finishes the, the with the right hand off the glass. And hits the the traditional three point play at the free throw line to make it 132 to 126. Jokic then comes down and uh, gets uh, gets into the paint. And the Blazers at this point, uh, Jokic had already fouled out Yusuf Nurkic at the uh, the closing stages of the fourth quarter, which I, I would like to talk about that in a minute. But uh, so the Blazers were 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 largely playing small. They they threw in Cantor at various times for a few minutes here or there in the overtime sessions. But at the the closing stages of overtime, the Blazers were playing small. So Covington is defending Jokic. Jokic able to just back him down, put up a right hand jump hook and hit it to put the Denver Nuggets up eight, one thirty four to one twenty six with one fifty two left in overtime. And Lillard, despite, again, the, the odds being against him, responds with a 30-foot shot over Jokic. Lillard, you know, ran a pick-and-roll, got Jokic onto him, but Jokic, you know, defending him out high, dealt with it. Lillard threw it to Carmelo. Melo, who are, is recognizing that Lillard is, is in, insanely hot, just passes it, you know, like a hot potato right back to him. And then Lillard... A good 30-plus feet away from the rim, Jokic had laid off a little bit, kind of, you know, again, relaxing after the pass. Lillard gets it back and just fires it, stands still from 30-plus from feet and drains it to make it 134 to 129 with a minute to go. And this is where, uh, you know, a couple of possessions go by, and, and Monte Morris in the last minute really killed the Nuggets. Morris... Uh, has the basketball, Jokic comes and sets a screen, and all series, or at least the last few games of this series, the Blazers' defensive strategy has been to not leave Jokic, kind of like how teams dealt with Dirk Nowitzki back in the day. When Dirk, or in this case Jokic, is setting the screen, they're basically not helping with with his man and allowing the guard to get a free start and play four on three. And so in this situation, Morris at the top of the key gets a screen going left from Jokic. The Blazers do not help with Jokic's man. So Morris gets a free run to the rim, gets a point blank layup with his right hand. Uh, and, and the other thing about this was Denver up five at this point, you know, you want to run as much clock as possible, but Morris seeing the alleyway, alleyway to the rim you know, takes the shot, takes the layup with seven on the shot clock and misses the uh, the easy layup. So, of course, Portland gets the ball, gets it to Lillard, and Lillard hits another ridiculous step back, this time going to his left over Austin Rivers 
to make it a 134-132 game with 22.9 seconds left. So Denver gets it back. They get it into Monty Morris. He is fouled, and Morris, again, another mistake, uh, not able to hit both from the free throw line, which keeps the Blazers within one possession. It's 135-132. At this point, you know, I'm standing up just yelping uh, when uh, Lillard is taking any shot because the the threes he was taking here were just preposterous, and it, it felt like, you know, this guy is just, you know, he's a he's a stone-cold killer, and no matter how ridiculous the shot attempt is, I believe it's going in, and on the one to tie it at the end of overtime, number one, just absurd. Denver had put Shaquille Harrison in, who's a pretty decent defender, to, to guard Lillard. Lillard has the ball on the right side, he takes a hard dribble to his left and, and gets about a step inside the three-point line, then spins back towards his right, and in the process of the spin also steps back behind the line, turns his shoulders in the air to square up and take the triple, rattles it in to knot up the game with 6.4 left. It was just unbelievable what Lillard was pulling off in this one. Absolutely outrageous shot making. And Denver, again, unable to to convert. It was Austin Rivers this time at the end of overtime that got a look, but it was a step back three, tough shot that he missed short. So we go to the second OT after Lillard just saving the Blazers on multiple occasions when it seemed like they were all but down and out. And then in the second overtime, the game tied at 140 with 139 left. Jokic posts up on the uh, on the right block, and for most of the series, Portland has has not doubled. They've let him play one on one. They've recognized this guy is the greatest passing big in the history of the NBA. What uh, you know, we we should not double him because he'll make us pay. This time they do. Norman Powell comes over to double. And he, it wasn't a hard enough double. You know, he, he allowed Jokic just kind of stand there and patiently wait as uh, we're, we're back from, from halftime here. I will get back to, uh, to this Blazers-Nuggets game and my thoughts at the next commercial. But uh, the Clippers have the ball to start the third quarter with uh, Kawhi going from right to left. Here is Batum on the right Wing up top to Leonard, left side to George. Back to Leonard. He'll drive into the paint, kicks it out. Reggie Jackson, right corner, triple, no good. Jackson struggling from downtown in this ballgame. I think he's two for seven now, and Dallas will get it back. It's Hardaway Jr., Boban Marjanovic, Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, and Dorian Finney-Smith for the Mavs. Ten on the shot clock. Doncic guarded by Batum. Picks up his dribble, throws the lob to Boban, but it's poked away by Morris. And it's knocked out of bounds. It will be Dallas ball with 3.8 seconds on the shot clock. Eleven twenty on the third quarter game clock. Dallas 56, Los Angeles 54. It's George, Leonard, Batum, Jackson, and Morris for the Clippers. The ball tried to be inbounded to... Doncic, but it's poked out by George. Now 2.5 on the shot clock. Luka will inbound it on the far sideline. He throws it up to Boban. He catches it, tries to put it up. No, but he draws the foul. That's uh, quite the security blanket there with the shot clock running down as Luka recognizing he could just throw this up and nobody on the Clippers can 
can uh, can catch it with Boban there, and he was just a couple feet from the rim, just went up and, and drew the personal. So Marjanovic, another, another big, along with Zubac, that has very good touch. Solid free throw shooter. First one is up and in. I kid you not, if Boban was mobile, if he could move his feet a little bit better, he would be a legitimate starting center in this league. As he hit the first and knocks down the second as well, and Dallas leading at 58-54. Here come the Clippers with the basketball. It's George up top. Again, it looks like Dallas in that 2-1-2. Here's George driving down the paint, shoulders into Boban, gets him out of the way, and finishes with the right hand. So Dallas now, their lead cut to two. Here's Doncic with the basketball. Throws it up top to Finney Smith. Finds Boban on the roll. He tries to slam it home. Can't, but he draws the foul. Boban taking off from a little bit further away from the basket than you would expect. The one thing, you know, Boban, as big as he is, he's the kindest human being you could come across. And, uh... Paul George that time recognizing, yes, he's he's big in stature, but if I get physical with him, he's going to get out of the way to a certain extent as he misses the first free throw. He's more of a finesse player despite his uh, mammoth frame. The second free throw is up and in. Dallas 59, Los Angeles 56. 10.50 to go in the third. Ball inbounded to Paul George. Again, that 2-1-2 zone for... The Mavericks, here's George, left wing, Leonard gets into the paint, kicks it, Reggie Jackson, right wing, three, that time he hits. Reggie Jackson ties the game at 59 as we're just about a minute and a half into this second half. Here's George at the top, throws it right wing, Finney Smith's got an open look, no good. Fight for the rebound, tapped by Boban, but finally picked up by Morris. He'll get it to George. George will get a staggered screen up top, now dribbling over to the right. Beautiful swing pass to Morris, he tries to throw... Leonard open in the left corner. <coughs> Excuse me. Ball poked out of bounds by Finney Smith. Clippers not getting into the, uh, you know, sometimes zone defense will get you to just, uh, you know, be pretty stationary offensively. I think the Clippers have done a good job of attacking the zone with the dribble, getting the ball inside, and then kicking it out and getting some swing Swing, swing action. Here is George with the free at the free throw line up top to Batum. Left wing Jackson to the corner. Leonard, he fakes the three, gets into the paint, kicks it. Jackson, left wing triple. That's good again. Reggie Jackson started two for seven, but he's hit his last couple. And the Clippers now lead it 62-59. Here's Doncic with the ball guarded by Leonard. Dribbling with his left hand. Now switched on to by Morris. Doncic driving right of the lane, gets into the paint, kicks it left side. Finney Smith into the corner for triple for a triple, and he drills it. So we are tied back up at 62. Here's Leonard, gets the free throw line. Right wing, George, three. That's short. Rebound, Doncic. Doncic will push it up over the timeline into the front court, guarded by George. Doncic drives left into the paint. Beautiful lob pass to Boban. There was some contact. He lost the basketball, picked up by the Clippers, and they're going to take it down. And there's a foul in transition by, I believe it was Finney Smith. Boban looks like, uh, appears that he was hit in the face.
Yeah, Leonard, it looks like, he got his left hand in there as he was getting part of the basketball, but also caught Boban in the noggin. Probably should have been a foul called there. But Boban's also got to be a little bit stronger with the ball. Here's Jackson, left wing, another triple. That one rattles out, rebound Batum. He'll kick it to George up top. Leonard, straight on triple, off the heel. Rebound Porzingis. Clippers getting some good looks to start this third quarter, attacking that zone. Here's Doncic, right wing, up top to Boban, back to Doncic. He'll get a screen going left, guarded by Jackson. Now he'll drive right to the line, to the lane, puts up a floater. No fight for the rebound. Boban got his hands on it, and it's ripped away, though, by Leonard. Leonard will push it for the Clippers. To the line, to the lane, gets inside, kicks it left corner, Batum. To the wing, to Morris for a triple, yes. The Clippers... Lead now 65-62, eight and a half to go in this third quarter. Doncic walks it up into the front court, gets a screen for Boban going right. Switched on to by Morris, beautiful hesitation, gets into the paint, can't finish though. Rebound Batum, Batum will push it, four on three, gets it to Kawhi into the paint, out Jackson right corner, passed on the three, now tries to get it to Kawhi, poked away, but right to the hands of Jackson, back to Kawhi. He'll fade away right inside the paint and hits. Kawhi Leonard gives the Clippers a 67-62 edge, and Carlisle will call timeout. Rick not happy with the officials, maybe still angry about uh, Boban not getting that call as he was hit in the face. But Los Angeles doing, doing a pretty good job against that Dallas 2-1-2 zone so far here in this third quarter. But yeah, getting back to Getting back to that Blazers-Nuggets game. So I mentioned that step back with Lillard to, to set it to the second overtime. Then the, the, in, the, in the double OT with 139 left, game tied at 140. Jokic posts up. He's being defended uh, by, uh, by, I believe it was Carmelo. Norman Powell comes over to, send to, to, to come for a hard double, but doesn't really... Uh, come that aggressively. He kind of just stands there. Jokic able to to look over the defense. He's obviously bigger, but you'd want to be pretty physical, make him uncomfortable as a passer, and Powell certainly did not do that. Jokic sees that uh, Robert Covington on the weak side is guarding both Gordon and Porter Jr. You see Jokic with his hand. He has Aaron Gordon cut to the rim. And then, you know, Robert Covington, a pretty good help defender, doing a good job of defending both. He's you know, partially over to defend the cut, but also still trying to deal with in the passing lane for uh, for the skip to Porter in, Jr. in the left corner. But Jokic throws a beautiful lofted pass over the arm of uh, Covington. He tries to steal it, but the pass was the trajectory was perfect, which gives Porter Jr. a wide open three in the left corner. He knocks it down, gives the Nuggets a three point edge, and then. You know, we've got uh, a couple of plays by the Blazers, others than uh, than Lillard, that uh, that killed them down the stretch. Lillard had a drive, again, down three along the baseline, and he did a beautiful pass to the cutting Covington, who missed the dunk. Jokic did have a late contest on it, but still a play that Covington, a shot that Covington should have made. And then also, again, after another Nuggets miss, the Blazers still down three, Dame passes it to C.J. McCollum in the left sort of uh, wing area along the sideline, and he makes the uh, 
the mistake of stepping back to uh, get forward momentum for a drive and steps out of bounds. It was clear as day and uh, caused a turnover, and that pretty much did it. But Lillard with this phenomenal performance but didn't get a lot of help. And also, you know, I've got to state that Lillard and the Blazers in general have been a wreck defensively all year, and they were atrocious in this game making a bunch of, uh, of really terrible mistakes. But going back to, you know, the whole situation with Nurkic, he, he fouled out in, I believe it was just 24 minutes, fouled out with about four minutes to go. But he picked up his fourth foul as, as we're back from, from commercial here. So I'll talk about Nurkic and that foul trouble situation and how Stotts dealt with that at the next commercial. But uh, the Clippers doing a good job offensively here. And Luca, after dominating in that uh, in that first half, has uh, has yet to score here in the third. We've got eight minutes to go in the period. Dallas going from right to left. Doncic with the basketball gets a screen from Finney Smith, throws it back to him. He'll drive baseline, kicks it right corner, Hardaway triple. That's off the iron. Fight for the rebound. Finney Smith picks it back up, kicks it out. Doncic fakes the three, gets two Clippers to defend him, throws it inside Boban. Kawhi with a great block, goes to Doncic, can't get it to go. Fight for the rebound. Boban picks it up, has the ball stripped away by Batum, and it's going to be a jump ball with 1.2 on the shot clock. Clippers doing a very good job of getting their hands there and just being physical with Boban and Kawhi Leonard was defending Doncic on the drive. Doncic with the dump off to Boban, and Kawhi kept moving and blocked that from behind. And then as Boban tried to get it back, Batum able to get his hands on it and draw the jump. So, you know, obviously Dallas with Boban jumping it is, you know, likely to win this, but they're going to have to shoot it right away. 1.2 on the shot. Actually, now they're, they're suggesting, yeah, that... Yeah, that makes sense. I think the ball did hit the rim at one point, so the shot clock has been reset to 13. So it's Boban and Batum, and Boban wins it to Doncic. Doncic now will get a screen from Boban up top, switched onto by Batum. Doncic steps back and draws the personal foul. And, oh, the referee calling that a pass. Doncic can't believe it. He's saying that was a shot. And the trajectory was just affected by the fact that he was bumped. Oh, you know what? He did, uh, it does look like at the last second, he changed his mind to throw it to Boban. So maybe that was the right call. Luke obviously not happy with it. The ball will be inbound on the sideline. They'll get it into Doncic. Jontic, left elbow, backs down on George. Beautiful up and under, finishes off the glass plus the foul. Doncic, so good with that fadeaway, that time using it to his advantage, turned over the right shoulder and used that pivot foot to then go up and under as George went all out to stop that or to contest that uh, that fadeaway and able to finish. So Doncic with a big play there. Luka scoring or assisting on 20 of the Mavericks' 22 field goals tonight. The free throw is off the mark. So the score, the Clippers 67, the Mavericks 64, 7.15 to go in the third. Kawhi Leonard to the top, guarded by Hardaway Jr., gets a screen from Beverly, gets to the free-throw line, picks up his dribble, finds a cutting Batum into the left corner. Morris fakes the three, drives into the paint, 
Finds Reggie Jackson, right corner triple. That's pure. Reggie Jackson has got the touch here in the third, and the Clippers' lead is at six. 70-64. Here's Hardaway Jr. fakes the three, gets into the paint, kicks it. Porzingis, left corner triple. That's good. A big answer for Porzingis and the Mavs, and the Clippers lead back to three. 6.40 to go in the third period. Here's George with the basketball, guarded by Hardaway Jr. Dribbles to his left, finds Kawhi back to George. Now dribbles to his right, and he's going to be called for an offensive foul as he used his off arm to push off against Hardaway Jr. So Dallas will get it back, and Dallas in the bonus, they've drawn a lot of fouls here in the early going, so let's see how much that pays dividends for them. Given that the, the Mavs are in the bonus, I, you know, in the first half, Carlisle elected to play Luka the whole first quarter. That's also the fourth foul on George, so that's big. Carlisle played Luka the whole first quarter in the first half. I wonder if he might bring him out early in the third just because they're in the bonus and their offense might be able to survive just by drawing some fouls without him out there. As the ball is thrown inside to Finney Smith, his shot is blocked by Zubach. Ball deflected out. Here's Finney Smith now on the right corner. He'll drive in, puts up a floater over Jackson. No good. Fight for the rebound. Picked up by Jackson. He'll push it for L.A. He'll get it to Morris, left wing, into the short corner to Kawhi Leonard. He tried to fake a pass, but then faked himself out and lost it out of bounds. So Dallas will get it back as we're approaching the halfway mark of the third period. Zubach made a terrific block on Finney Smith at the bucket, right in front of the rim. Doncic will get the inbound and walk it over the timeline. Now we'll get a screen from Powell going right. Back to Finney Smith, left wing triple. That's no good. And Zubach collects the rebound. He'll get it to Leonard. Leonard will jog it up into the front court. Now we'll get a screen from Zubach going right. Just bullies his way to the basket, but can't finish it off the backboard. Rebound by, by Luca. Luca will push it for Dallas. He'll get a screen from Borzingas going left. Now finds Borzingas on the short roll. Out to Hardaway Jr. Fakes the three in the right corner. Now drives baseline. Has his shot blocked from behind by Morris. And it's out of bounds off of Hardaway Jr. You can see, especially compared to the first couple of games, the Clippers' defense is significantly better at running guys off the line, making those plays, getting deflections, getting blocks, getting steals, and that's part of the reason they've been able to turn this series around. Mavs just 3 of 14 shooting in the, in the period. Here's Jackson with the basketball guarded by Hardaway Jr., dribbling to his right now, crosses over, gets another screen going left. Fakes the shot, looking inside, now will kick it out to Leonard, left wing. He'll drive left of the lane, puts up the shot off the backboard and gets the friendly bounce. Such a tough shot, a one-legged runner off the glass and in. Kawhi gives the Clippers a 72-67 edge. Five minutes to go in the quarter. Here's Doncic with the basketball. Doncic guarded by Kawhi. We'll get a screen from Powell going right now, snakes it to the free throw line, pulls up from there and hits. Put that one right up over Zubach and got it to go. So it's the Clippers 72 and the Mavs 69. We've got a timeout by the Clippers, I believe, with 4.49 to go in the third. But going back to the, the Blazers and, uh, and Nuggets game, the... The foul trouble on Yusuf Nurkic, again, just played 24 minutes in, in the ball game. He picked up his, uh, his fourth personal very early on in the third quarter. 
and he sat the rest of the third, and the Blazers with Enos Cantor for the rest of the third quarter actually were a plus five. They took a two-point lead going into the fourth. But uh, at that point, you know, Nurkic had sat for like something around eight minutes at the end of the third quarter. He has four fouls. I understand the idea that Stotts thinks Nurkic is the best, and, and rightfully so, knows that Nurkic is the best option on Jokic. But he's also less likely to pick up fouls when Denver has Jokic off the floor and they've got their Millsap and Jamichael Green lineups on the court. And I thought that was a perfect time to bring Nurkic back into the game to start the fourth quarter. And instead, Stotts leaves him out. He plays Hollis Jefferson for a lot of those minutes, and they lose those minutes pretty significantly, get in a bit of a hole, and are playing catch-up for the rest of the latter portion of the regulation. And as soon as uh, Jokic comes off the bench, Stotts brings Nurkic back in, but within a couple of minutes, Nurkic had fouled out because, you know, guarding Jokic is difficult, and he's going to pick up a couple of fouls typically in that manner. So I thought that was a missed opportunity to give Nurkic, you know, an extended run. Why not just say, play the whole fourth quarter and, you know, throw him out there against those Millsap Green lineups. I think that would have been a good matchup for Portland. Instead, he goes with Hollis Jefferson, who really hurts their offense and, frankly, isn't an upgrade defensively over Nurkic either. So I thought that was a big mistake, something that obviously no one's really talking about given the craziness of the end of regulation and it going to overtime and the performances from Lillard and Jokic. But Nurkic only playing 24 minutes in part because Stott sat him from basically the eight-minute mark of the third till the six-minute mark of the fourth is something that uh, I think cost the Blazers that game, a game that they very much could have won to take a 3-2 lead going back to Portland. But this is a series looking back, especially if Denver takes it, that Portland's just got to feel rotten about because there was the game... There was the game three where Denver just goes crazy from downtown with Austin Rivers and, and the like, just hitting triple after triple. Even when they slowed down the likes of Jokic, to lose that game was really tough. And then, yeah, to lose that game five, despite the performance from Lillard, really tough to swallow. So we're back from commercial. Clippers with the basketball going from left to right here in the fourth quarter. It's Rondo, Jackson, Leonard, Morris, and Zubach for the Clippers. Here's Rondo driving baseline. Tries to throw the pocket pass to Zubach, but it's picked off by Finney Smith. He'll get it to Doncic. Finds Powell running down the lane, and a beautiful Euro step by Powell around Morris, going from right to left to finish it with the right hand on the left side of the backboard. So Dallas cuts the Clippers' lead to one. Here's Kawhi spinning into the paint. He loses it. Picked up by Doncic. Three on two. Here is... Tim Hardaway Jr. down the other way. He lays it up and in. And all of a sudden, the Mavericks take the lead with four minutes to go in the third. It's Dallas 73, Los Angeles 72. Here's Rondo with the basketball for L.A. on the right wing up top to Jackson. He'll get a screen going left. He'll pull up from the left wing and drill another three. Reggie Jackson has been a big source of offense here in the third quarter for L.A. Los Angeles 75, Dallas 73. Jackson with 12 points, all of them from downtown, four triples. 
Here's the ball thrown to Porzingis. Right elbow back up top. Hardaway. Hardaway gets a screen from Porzingis going left. Now switched on to by Morris. Hardaway step back. Three going left. Tough shot. But a beautiful rebound by Powell. He'll get it to Hardaway. He'll take another triple and hit. Tim Hardaway Jr. saying, I didn't get it the first time, but I've got the touch this time around. And Dallas retakes the lead 76-75. Here's Rodney with the ball, guarded by Doncic at the top. It's Doncic, Hardaway Jr., Porzingis, Finney Smith, and Powell for the Mavs. Here's Jackson with the basketball on the left sideline. Five on the shot clock. He'll drive left. Now step back for three. Can he hit it again? No, this time it's short. Rebound, Powell. He'll get it to Doncic. Doncic will put it up, pull, push it up for the Mavs. Gets a screen going right. Has a free throw line jumper. He'll take the floater and hit. Zubac just kept backing up, and Doncic had his man after a solid screen by Powell on his back, so an easy floater. Dallas up 78-75. Here's Leonard cutting along the baseline. Tries to throw it. There's no one there. Picked up by Hardaway. Throws the lob to Doncic. He taps it in with the right hand. And the Mavericks lead it 80-75 with 2.22 to go in the third. So we're getting a look at Mark Cuban, who is ecstatic on the sideline for the Mavericks. Kawhi Leonard with a costly turnover, and it leads to the transition, a rare transition opportunity for the Mavericks, and they make the Clippers pay. Luka Doncic getting it going here after doing very little to start the third. He's now up to 35 on the game, 14 of 26 from the field. And he has given the Mavericks a decent chance of stealing another game on the road. This series has one surprise after another, but the biggest being that the road team has, has won every game thus far and right now is winning in Game 5. What a fantastic ball game. Thank you for, for tuning in. This is uh, your host, Garrett Bouguet. You're listening to the podcast, Duncan Dynasty. If you've never listened to the pod before, this is a, an NBA podcast. We, we do episodes just about every Wednesday. And me and my co-host, Corbin Ford, uh, will often be uh, together breaking down the events of what's happened. We uh, will also break down some classic series in the history of the game. Those are fun to do as we're back from commercial here. But... Uh, we will uh, be bringing you episodes as these playoffs go on. We'll have some second-round preview episodes that are a lot of fun to do. But uh, please like, rate, review, subscribe to the pod. Much appreciated as uh, inbounding it is Zubach. He'll get it into Rondo. He'll let it roll. The clock had started. The referees didn't fix it, though. So Rondo will get it to Leonard on the left wing. Leonard drives right to the free throw line, pulls up from there, can't get it. Fight for the rebound, it's picked up by Powell. Powell will get it to Doncic as we approach two minutes to go in the third. It's Dallas 80, Los Angeles 75. Doncic gets a screen from Powell, gets Terrence Mann on his back, gets to the free throw line, beautiful pass fake, right hand floater from five feet, he gets it to go. Luka picking apart the Clippers defense when Zubac is on the floor without... You know, the Clippers' inability to switch with uh, with him out there. Here's Rondo taking a deep three. That's an air ball. Out of bounds to Dallas. The Mavericks just going to the well here. Luka with the screen by Powell. 
Has uh, Zubac dropping back into the paint. He's got the lob pass to Powell if Zubac steps up. And he keeps getting his defender on his back. This time he gets the screen. Now they hard double. Luca finds it to Powell. Beautiful shot. Fake gets Rondo in the air and finishes with the two-hand flush. Dallas's lead is ballooned to nine. 84-75. Here's Rondo with the basketball at the free throw line. Crosses over going left. Tries to find Zubach. Ball lost. But it's picked up by Terrence Mann in the right corner. He'll throw it right side to Rondo, guarded by Doncic. He'll take another triple off the heel. Rebound, Finney Smith. The Clippers' offense has gone cold here at the latter stages of the third. Doncic with the basketball, going back to the well, gets a screen. Now will snake it. Step back three, he hits it. Luka Doncic taking over. And the Mavericks' lead is 12, 48 seconds to go in the third. Here's Kawhi, right wing, guarded by Hardaway Jr. Gets a screen from Zubac going left. Up top, Rondo. Back to Kawhi. Right wing triple. Off the rim. No good. Rebound, Dacic. He's got a two for one. He'll take a deep three. The long gun. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Finney Smith, and he is fouled by Rondo with 30.6 seconds to go in the quarter. And the Mavs are in the bonus, so Finney Smith will go to the line. Unbelievable turn of events here in the third as the Dallas Mavericks outscoring the Clippers in the period 31-21 here. And that can get even worse if Finney Smith able to convert from the charity strike. And he hits the first. 88-75. Finney Smith will get one more and again, a 6.6 second differential. So Dallas depending on uh, if they foul or, uh, you know, if the Clippers get an offensive rebound, Dallas should get another possession at the end of the period if Finney Smith knocks down both. So a 33-21 quarter so far, and the Mavs' lead is 14. Ball inbounded to Leonard. He crosses the half-court timeline, guarded by Finney Smith. Leonard dribbling with his right hand. Goes between the legs. 11 on the shot clock. Still isolating. Now Dallas will double. Kawhi crosses over and draws the foul on Finney Smith. Luka started to show to his left, so Leonard just quickly crossed over and went to his right to get away from the double. But uh, again, the, the Clippers not in the bonus, but that does uh, essentially turn off the shot clock as Cleva will check in for Dallas and Paul George will check in for the Clippers. Sub out Rondo. Rondo has struggled offensively. I think he's been a big part of the Clippers' problems. Missing a couple of threes. The Mavs have, have left him at times. That's something Rondo has, has certainly improved on the last couple of years is that three-point shot, but it, it hasn't paid dividends in this period. Ball inbounded by George to Leonard. Leonard will get a screen from Jackson. He's doubled. Leonard up top to Jackson. Will drive right. Gets all the way to the rim. Puts it up. No good. Fight for the rebound. Morris can't get it. It's poked out. Leonard will get a shot at the buzzer. Can't get it to go. And at the end of three, the Dallas Mavericks, 89. The Los Angeles Clippers, 75. Are we about to see another road win for the fifth consecutive time in this series? Is that possible? Just unbelievable. An unbelievably fun game, exciting game here at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. The Clippers in big-time trouble. They're going to have to come up with 
one of their better quarters of the season if they don't want to go down 3-2 heading to Dallas for Game 6. Unbelievable storyline here. Take a look at the stats after three quarters. The Mavericks shooting 32 of 67 from the field, 47.8%. 12 of 26 from downtown. So another good shooting night for the Mavs from the three-point line, 46.2%. 13 of 15 from the charity stripe. They've got 17 assists on their 32 field goals, just five turnovers. They've, they've really taken care of the basketball. For the Clippers, 25 of 65, 39.1%, 12 of 33 from downtown, 36.4%, and 13 of 16 from the free throw line for 81.3%. So we've seen Kawhi Leonard all series just be an absolutely dominant force, but this is really the first game where he's, he's seemed human. He's 6 of 16 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3. He's got 5 assists but 4 turnovers. So uh, Leonard, you know, has, has not been just sensational offensively. Paul George has also only attempted 9 shots in the game. He has not been quite aggressive enough, but he's also one of just two guys in that Clippers starting lineup that has a, a positive plus-minus. But uh, Zubac and Rondo off the bench for the Clippers, they've been terrible. Uh, Zubac, in his 20 minutes, has just been picked apart by Luka. He's at minus 18 on the game, 6 points. He does have 11 rebounds. Rondo, in his 17 minutes, a minus 21. He's got 1 point on 0 of 6 from the field, 0 of 3 from downtown. He does have 4 assists, but, uh, you know, We've seen all series long that this is an offensive series. Dallas, you know, part of why they, uh, you know, were were only up one at halftime was that they put up a 21-point second quarter. But the big reason why the Clippers find themselves in a 14-point hole as we're back from commercial is, uh, you know, in this series, a 21-point quarter is just not good enough on the offensive end of the floor. What can the Clippers muster, though, here to uh, in this fourth quarter? Can they come back? A 14-point deficit seems daunting, but it's been done before in the playoffs. As we're seeing Ty Lue here with the interview with Dennis Scott. So Dallas with possession starting the fourth. These are the crucial non-Luka minutes. It's Maxi Kleba hands it off to Brunson. Brunson gets it to Richardson, left wing, guarded by Rondo, into the corner to Hardaway Jr. He'll drive right, spins over his right shoulder, fadeaway along the baseline, gets it to go. Big shot, tough shot from Hardaway Jr. And the Mavs now lead is up to 16. Rondo, right wing George, he'll drive baseline, gets to the rim, puts up the floater, and gets it to go. Paul George with a difficult shot there. And it's Dallas 91, Los Angeles 77. Here's Brunson, right wing. Beautiful fake handoff, gets under the rim, but can't finish the reverse. Tried to put some spin on it, but didn't quit, get quite enough. Here's the Clippers with the basketball, Reggie Jackson, right wing. Jackson switched on to by Kleba. 
Jackson now going between the legs, crosses over, gets to the free throw line, gets all the way to the rim, puts up the left hand, a layup. That's way off the mark. Good defense from Kleba, moving his feet and getting his hands up, forcing the tough shot at the rim. Here's Hardaway Jr. at the top. He'll take a deep three. That's short. Rebound man. Man will push it for the Clippers. He'll get to the right wing. Guarded by Brunson. Man gets a screen from Batum. Man now dribbling at the Staples Center logo. Now will drive against Powell. Will get in a beautiful Eurostep move. Used his shoulder to, to uh, brush Powell off and then able to finish with the right hand off the glass. Dallas 91 L.A. 79. Here's Kleba, right wing to Hardaway Jr. Up top, Brunson. Brunson gets a screen from Powell going left. Guarded by Mann. A beautiful Eurostep gets into the paint, kicks it out. Hardaway fakes the three. Gets to the free throw line. Beautiful defense from George. A block and then a strip. Picked up by Rondo. He'll find Mann in transition. He's bumped by Kleba. Can't get it to go, but he will go to the line for two. What an incredible defensive play from Paul George on that sequence. Not only running Hardaway Jr. off the three-point line, then after the drive, getting back, blocking it up top, and then Hardaway Jr. got his own shot off of the block and was going up again, and George stripped him down low. Fantastic defense there from PG. Man with the free throw, no good on the first. So he's got one more to try to cut the Dallas lead to 11. And this will be really fascinating to see how long Rick Carlisle will leave Luka out of the ballgame. It's been about two minutes so far. He sat four in the first half, and man, misses both free throws. Tough break there for the Clippers. Brunson with the basketball for Dallas at the top. Hands it off to Powell, right wing. He'll get it to Richardson. Richardson dribbling with his left hand. Step back 20-footer. That's an air ball. Picked up by George. George will push it for the Clippers. Guarded by Richardson. George goes between the leg. Crosses over going right. Right of the lane. Puts up the shot. Nobody draws the foul on Kleba. So George will go back to the line. And also we've we've already seen a couple of early fouls here in the period on the Mavericks. Which could pay dividends for the Clippers later on getting into the bonus early. And it looks like Carlisle is already calling Luca back out onto the floor. So Luca at the scorer's table, George at the line for two, and he puts in the first. So Carlisle got Luca two minutes and 19 seconds of game time of rest, but obviously more than that with the, uh, with the quarter break in real time. As George with one more to make this a 10-point game. George with 16 points, five rebounds, five assists, now make it 17 and he does. He cuts the Dallas lead to 10. 91-81, 9-39 to go in the fourth. Brunson with a basketball. Throws it up top, Doncic. Doncic has the ball poked away by Batum. He recovers it in the backcourt. Now with 10 on the shot clock, he'll isolate against Batum. Now throws it right wing, Brunson. Brunson gets to the free throw line, pulls up from there and hits. Rondo again, overplaying Doncic. And just a simple pass to uh, Brunson made Rondo out of position. Gave him that jumper. 93-81. Here's Mann driving baseline, and he draws another foul. So Mann, one, one of the things that he brings this team is he's another guy that loves to attack the rim. And uh, I, frankly, have, have felt that he should be playing more in this series. Lou played him more in Dallas, but has not really played much of him in this game up until this fourth quarter. 
Rondo has been really poor in this game for the Clippers on both ends. Rondo will inbound it near sideline, gets it into Leonard. Leonard, guarded by Kleba, now will get a screen from Rondo. Now Leonard switched onto by Brunson. Leonard to Rondo, back to Leonard. Gets into the paint, kicks it left corner, Batum fakes the three, drives in, kicks it. Rondo, he'll fake the three. Beautiful pass that time from Rondo on the give-and-go to Batum, and he finishes with a two-hand flush. Kleba will throw it right sideline to Finney Smith. Clippers showing some full-court pressure. Finney Smith hands it off to Brunson. Brunson guarded by Leonard, now throws it left side. Kleba onto the block to Doncic. Doncic guarded by Rondo, will back down. Doncic continuing to back down, gets into the paint, kicks it out. Kleba top of the key, triple, no good. Rebound man has the ball poked away, but comes up with it. Now he'll dribble it up into the front court for L.A. Throws it right side to Rondo. Rondo crosses over, guarded by Kleba, gets into the paint, tries to kick it out to Mann, but it's another turnover, and we've got a foul on the Clippers. Another tough play, Rondo driving in, not really looking for his own offense, doesn't have the confidence in his shot tonight, and uh, sort of made that pass rather obvious. And the Dallas Mavericks get the steal. Here's Doncic on the right wing, guarded by Rondo, will back down on the right elbow, gets into the paint, finds Finney Smith left corner, and we've got a foul off the ball. Not sure if that was uh, who that was on there, but Dallas will inbound it. Mavericks 93, Clippers 83, 8-14 to go in the ballgame. Clippers have cut into the lead by four. In those couple of minutes, Doncic was was off the court. Ball inbounded to Brunson. Brunson guarded by Batum. We'll get a screen for Powell now. Brunson switched on to by Morris. Throws it left side. Doncic, six on the shot clock. Doncic, step back to his left. Deep gun. No good. Rebound Morris. He'll get it to George. Do George on the left wing to the line to Lane. Gets all the way to the rim and draws the foul. George just forcing the issue, getting to the rim. Dallas doesn't like the call. I believe it's going to be on Powell with the personal. Yeah, not anything up top. It was more down low, like he was tripped or bumped. Would love to see another look. I didn't, uh, you know, George obviously stumbled a little bit, but couldn't tell if that was from the contact or just losing his own balance there. George, at, with two at the line, the first one is up and in. So that makes it, uh, cuts it to single digits, nine-point game. It'll be interesting to see how much, uh, if Lou gives the likes of Leonard and George any rest down the stretch. Leonard currently up to 33 minutes on the night, and uh, George at 31. So both of them will be pushing high 30s, close to 40 if they if they play the rest of this ball game. Second free throw from PG is up and in. So the Dallas lead is cut to five. Boban Marjanovic back in for Dallas. It's Boban, Kristaps, Finney Smith, Doncic, and Hardaway Jr. for the Mavs. Here's Doncic switched on to by Morris. He'll drive into the paint, throws it cross court. Finney Smith left corner, fakes the three, drives in. Now back to Doncic. Eight on the shot clock. Doncic drives right, gets into the paint. Beautiful pass. Hardaway Jr., left corner three, wide open, but it rattles out. Tough miss there. As, uh, that was a great look. Here is PG with the ball for the Clippers. On the right corner, guarded by Finney Smith, will drive right. 
has Boban show, finds Terrence Mann cutting. He'll kick it out. Kawhi Leonard, top of the key three, off the heel. Tough night continues for Kawhi Leonard shooting the basketball. And Dallas will get it back, still leading by eight as we approach seven minutes to go. Here's Doncic, drives right, gets under the rim, has the shot blocked from behind. It'll be out of bounds, and Dallas will keep it with 10 on the shot clock, 7.03 on the game clock. Doncic got past Kawhi, tried to reverse it, and Terrence Mann on the help defense able to block it. So Hardaway Jr., near baseline, will get it into Boban with 10 on the shot clock. Boban guarded by Leonard. Boban will back down. Five on the shot clock. We'll turn baseline, and he's bear-hugged by Leonard. Leonard claiming that Boban was the one that kind of did a James Harden where he wrapped him up, but Leonard going to be called for that foul. And we've got a timeout on the floor with the score. The Dallas Mavericks 93, the Los Angeles Clippers 85, 6.57 to go in the fourth. In terms of the foul situation, for the Clippers, Paul George has the four personals. A couple other players, Rondo and Morris with three personals. Batum, Leonard, Jackson all with two. And Zubach with one. For Dallas, Maxi Kleba with five fouls. They've got uh, one other player, or excuse me, two other players with three. That's Porzingis and Powell. And then Doncic, Finney-Smith, Marjanovic, and Cauley-Stein all with two personals. So really the guys to keep out for, Kleba with five and Paul George with four. But Clippers already in this quarter doing a good job defensively, holding the Mavs to just four points in the first five-plus minutes. But they have not had the offensive performances we've seen throughout this series. I guess neither team really has. Clippers shooting 40% from the field. Dallas down to 44.2%. So it was just an enormous uh, series in terms of offensive ratings. It's uh, Both teams have, uh, have stepped up and, and upped the intensity and physicality in this Game 5. But Carlisle continuing to trust Boban Marjanovic in this, in this crucial game. He's up to 19 minutes, just giving them an option offensively other than Doncic. You know, as, as brilliant as Doncic has been with 40 points on 16 of 31, he's played 35 minutes, and you can't ask him to literally, uh, you know, run the offense every single time down. You've got to occasionally have some other options. And Marjanovic has given them that as a guy that, you know, you can just kind of throw the ball to and uh, the possession prior to the timeout able to draw that foul on Leonard. But what a fun game this has been so far. Thanks so much for, for joining me. It's been a pleasure bringing this to you. I am Garrett Bouguet. This is the podcast Duncan Dynasty. and This is a special live League Pass radio edition of the program. Should have some episodes here in the next week or two previewing the uh, the next round. Should have uh, one here hopefully in the next couple of days on Nets and, uh, and Bucks, which should be a fascinating matchup. And then also, based on tonight's game, we've got the other Eastern Conference semi, which is the Sixers and the Hawks. So uh, we should have a preview of those coming up. And then also... Uh, 
maybe next week we'll have a preview of the uh, the Western Conference matchups as we learn what those are here uh, over the next few days. As we're back from commercial, Doncic uh, climbing up the leaderboard in most points in uh, in the first eleven games of play of their playoff career. Doncic with the ball at the top, and he'll blow by Marcus Morris. Finds Finney Smith wide open left corner can't get it. The Mavericks have had a couple of wide open left corner threes from Finney Smith and Hardaway Jr. previously that have not gone down. Here is Paul George guarded by Boban. He'll drive left into the paint. Puts up the right-handed shot on the left side of the rim and gets it to go off the glass. George just attacking the body of Boban there using his superior mobility. Here's Doncic with the basketball. Throws it to Boban inside. He turns over the left shoulder. He's going to be called for an offensive foul as his elbow made contact with Terrence Mann who was defending him. It's a tough call because Boban is uh, is so much bigger that uh, his his shoulder, his elbows are at man's head. And uh, the referees might take a look at this to see if this is worthy of a flagrant foul. I don't think it is. I, I don't think you can punish Boban for just being a foot taller than his defender. He did. It was a little bit clumsy in terms of just turning and, uh, you know, turning that with that elbow towards man, but wouldn't be shocked if they called it. I wouldn't call this a flagrant foul, but this could be a, a pretty key play here in this one. It's one of those things where as Boban, you know, you've got a guy that's so much shorter than you, you don't need to, to do that. You can just, you know, back him down and and do a typical jump hook as opposed to trying to turn into the defender there. But regardless of this review, it's going to be an offensive foul on Boban and Los Angeles will get it, trailing by six. But if it is a flagrant, they'll have a couple of free throws and possession. And uh, I wish I was a better lip reader to know exactly what John Goble said there. But uh, based on Boban's reaction, it looks like it might be a flagrant. We'll have to see. Getting a look at Ty Lu. Oh, are they saying Boban has been ejected from the game? Oh my. I'm not sure what's happening. No free throws are being taken, so I guess it's not a flagrant. As Paul George just loses the basketball, it's picked up by Finney Smith. He hands it to Hardaway Jr., who gets it to Doncic. Doncic will await a screen from Powell, now switched on to by Batum. Doncic driving right, gets to the right elbow. Now, step back jumper, fade away. That's halfway down and out. Tough break for the Mavs. They've had some good looks lately, but the offense has gone cold. Here's Kawhi Leonard at the top. Drives left, and he is bumped by Powell, and Leonard will go to the line to shoot two to cut the lead to four. So I don't believe it was a flagrant because otherwise the Clippers would have shot free throws. Okay, so Boban just was walking back to the locker room. I thought he was ejected, but he, he must just have been going to uh, to grab his mask, which he's putting on now. 
What a giant mask that must be. Uh, so Leonard knocking down the first free throw. I'm sure in the same way, uh, you know, some of these NBA players with how big their feet are, they've had to have uh, made uh, custom shoes made for them. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Boban needed a custom mask to fit that giant face. That's <laughs> Leonard knocking down both free throws. And the Dallas lead cut to four here. Let's see what Luka has up his sleeve here, guarded by Kawhi Leonard. He'll get a screen from Hardaway Jr. now switched on to by man. man Luka going between his legs now drives left. Step back, goes off the glass and banks it in. Beautiful shot from Luka taking advantage of the size mismatch. And the Dallas lead back to six. Here's George Basketball, gets a screen from man, going right of the lane. Beautiful between the legs, goes reverse, can't finish though. And it's rebounded by Hardaway Jr. Everything but the finish that time for PG-13. Here is Luka. Luka with the basketball at the tops. Again, switched on to by man. Luka dribbling with his left hand. Now goes between the legs. Kicks it to Porzingis. Bobbles the pass. Has it poked away. Now picks it up near half court. He chucks it to Finney Smith. Three on the shot clock. Finney Smith drives right. Step back jumper over Kawhi. That's an air ball. Picked up by Batum, and we've got a shot clock violation as uh, the Clippers didn't get possession in time. I think uh, Batum was unhappy that they called that a, uh, a violation as opposed to letting them run in transition. The Clippers fans getting on their feet here as they uh, they sense a run coming. And the Clippers trying to get back into this ball game, this critical game five, that will decide which team is one, way, one win away from advancing. Here's George, gets a screen from Mann. Beautiful crossover, but Finney Smith is there to poke it away. It's picked off by Luca. Luca dribbles it up. Now back to Porzingis. Porzingis back to Luca at the top, guarded by Leonard. Now Luca switched on to by Morris. Luca dribbling with his right. Goes behind the back. Step back. Now spinning. Six on the shot clock. Now he takes his step back. A deep one. That one's short. Didn't really know what he was doing. That possession kind of seemed a little bit. Uh, Confused as to what to do. Here is George with the ball. Goes behind his back, left of the paint. Takes a bump, puts it off the glass and in. He wanted the foul, but instead he'll he'll take just the bucket. And the Mavs lead back to four as we approach four minutes to go in the ballgame. Doncic with the ball on the right wing, and we've got a timeout from Dallas. Paul George up to 23 points on the night. On 7 of 13 shooting, he's stepped up here. In the second half with Leonard struggling a bit. Leonard just 6 of 17 on the night. But they've needed every bit of Paul George's offensive creation here this evening. As well as Reggie Jackson who caught fire in the third quarter when the game was starting to slip away. So this is, uh, you know, despite the fact that uh, we, we've had some games that are within 10 or around 10 in this series, we haven't had truly a possession-by-possession possession clutch game down the stretch, you know, within five uh, back and forth. So hopefully we get that here. That'll be fun. Just see who, which team, which players can step up and, and be clutch and, and help their team take this critical Game 5 and take a 3-2 series lead. Of course, the winner of this matchup, uh, they know their opponent now. It's going to be the Utah Jazz as Utah took care of Memphis tonight, 126-110, to to uh, win that series four games to one and won all four of those games 
with uh, with Donovan Mitchell coming back after missing Game One in that uh, tight loss. But the Jazz coming away with that victory, and really it was over heading into the fourth quarter. The Jazz putting up a 47-point first quarter. Leading the way for Utah, Donovan Mitchell had 30 on 11 of 16 shooting. Rudy Gobert with 23 points, 10 of 13 from the field, 15 rebounds in that one as well as three blocks. And then Jordan Clarkson providing 24 points off the bench. Really balanced performance from the Jazz with uh, Royce O'Neal and Bogdanovich both uh, both with 17. Now Mike Conley only looking here on the box score only played 12 minutes so I'll have to see, you know, uh, again, and not having watched this game since it was taking place during this broadcast, I'll have to see what happened, if anything, to him and why he only played 12 minutes. But, uh, you know, despite the Grizzlies losing that in five, you got to love the future of that basketball team. Dylan Brooks and John Morant both going for 27 in that ball game. They showed a lot of heart at various times in that series, getting down and fighting back and making the games competitive. That's a very young basketball team that's got a very, very bright future with uh, Ja Morant leading the way. And and Jaron Jackson Jr., I think, is their clear number two guy, but he was not that in this series. You know, coming back from missing most of the year, I think he played less than 20 games this season. He should, uh, hopefully, with a full off season to rest and recover and, and, and prepare and have a full training camp, he should look hopefully like the player we saw last uh, last time he was healthy, where he was hitting a large number of three-pointers and, and being that true stretch big that was making things a lot easier for Morant. But yeah, love that Grizzlies team. They had an excellent season. This is a good natural step for a young basketball team to get into the playoffs, to be tested there, to see what their weaknesses are individually and as a team and, and improve on that going into this offseason. But uh, Utah going to be a challenge for whichever team comes out of this basketball game as we're back from uh, from commercial break. As here is Luka Doncic on the right elbow, backing down against Mann, turns over the left shoulder, goes off the glass, rattles in and out. Rebound for George. He'll get to the top of the key. Step back, triple. Is no good. That caught the side of the rim and rolled out, and then... Terrence Mann is called for the foul on the rebound, trying to reach in. Luka matted himself for missing that last shot. But Dallas retains their 95-91 edge as we're getting a look at both teams' chairmans. 3.38 to go in the fourth. Dallas 95, Los Angeles 91. Powell with the basketball. It's Powell, Doncic, Hardaway Jr., Porzingis, and Finney Smith for the Mavs. Doncic finds Powell on the short roll, has the ball poked away. Powell picks it back up, saves it to Porzingis, and he was out of bounds. So it'll be Clippers basketball here. Another great defensive play that time from Leonard. Leonard hasn't had the greatest of offensive nights, but he has been strong defensively. It's Leonard, George, Batum, Mann, and Morris for the Clippers. Here's... Kawhi gets a screen from Mann. Leonard back to Mann. Mann hands it off to George, left wing, loses the basketball. He thought he was fouled, but it's picked up by Dallas. Luka has it now. We'll walk it over the timeline into the front court. Both teams are struggling to 
put the ball in the basket or even get shot attempts up here. Doncic guarded by Morris, goes behind the back, picks it up at the free throw line, kicks it out Finney Smith. Up top to Hardaway Jr., deep three is good! Tim Hardaway Jr. with a huge triple, and the Mavs lead at 98-91. Here's Leonard, step back three, fakes the shot, finds a cutting Batum. Batum guarded by Powell, he'll drive left, gets into the paint, finds George. George gets in, stripped away by Finney Smith. Huge defensive play by the Mavericks wing. He'll hand it to Doncic. Doncic gets it over the timeline, 225 to go in the fourth. A bucket here will be a devastating blow to the Clippers' chances. Doncic with eight on the shot clock, guarded by Mann on the right wing. Throws it into the corner. Porzingis triple is good again. Kristaps Porzingis hits the second consecutive triple for the Mavericks, and their lead has ballooned to 10 with 2.13 to go in the ballgame. It's disaster time for the Clippers as they are in serious threat of going down 3-2. Again, people, this is a matchup that the Mavericks wanted. They uh, they intentionally lost their last two games to set up this series against Dallas, and in part it was also to set up a series, or at least to avoid the Lakers in the second round. But uh, with the way the Lakers have uh, have stumbled, and without Davis, they might be done after round one as well. All of that... Uh, you know, intentional maneuvering to and intentional losses at the end to avoid the Lakers may have been pointless. And what it did get them was instead of a matchup against the Blazers, you're dealing with Luka Doncic and this Dallas Mavericks team. And boy, oh boy, have, have the Mavs been everything that the Clippers could possibly handle and then some in this series. Luka Doncic with a virtuoso performance. He's up to 42 points now, 14 assists, and just two rebounds away from a triple-double, just three turnovers on the night. But uh, Doncic with another pass there. Batum leaving Porzingis in the corner to, to show more help. Doncic with that bullet pass gets it to go. And Hardaway Jr., Hot all series long from three with a huge three on the prior possession. And here come the Clippers with the basketball. Paul George going from left to right. George gets a screen from Morris. Switched on to by Porzingis. Had the step back but passed up on it. Picks up his dribble to free throw line. Back to Morris. Up top to Jackson. Jackson will take a straightaway three. That's good. Big time shot from Reggie Jackson. And that cuts the Mavs lead to seven. Finney Smith will inbound it to Luka, and you got to believe the Mavs are going to try to take every second off of the shot clock that they can here. Doncic walks it over the half-court line. Now awaiting a screen. Now he gets doubled near half-court, gets it to Finney Smith. Finney Smith drives into the paint, tries to kick it out to Hardaway Jr. George was there, but he couldn't catch it. He just deflects it out of bounds. And seven on the shot clock now for Dallas. Mavericks leading it 101-94, 1.37 on the game clock. Finney Smith will inbound it on the far sideline, almost near the corner. Hill looking in, guarded by Jackson. Jackson jumping furiously. He gets it into Doncic, but it's poked away by Batum out of bounds. Still seven on the shot clock. Got to believe a, a few tenths of a second came off, though, there. Now they will inbound it, gets it to Doncic. Doncic guarded by Leonard. No time for a screen. Doncic will take a deep step back off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound George. He'll push. He'll get it to Jackson. 
Jackson to Morris. Morris, beautiful pass fake. Left wing three, he hits. It's a four-point game now. Morris with a big-time shot. Dallas 101, Clippers 97. Doncic with the ball at the, the half-court line. Gets a screen from Hardaway Jr. Can't get Leonard off him. Now he gets the switch with Jackson. Eight on the shot clock. Doncic gets doubled. Finds Hardaway Jr. Sidestep to the right for three. Off the rim. Rebound Powell. Back to Hardaway. Hardaway gets it to Doncic. Doncic calling for his screen now. Nine on the shot clock. Guarded by George. Doncic will drive right. Gets right of the lane. Reverse pivot. Fade away. Another one rattles out. Rebound George. Clippers have a chance here. George dribbles it to the top of the key. Gets it to Leonard. Beautiful drive by pass. Powell lays it up and in. Is that a foul as well? Yes. Kawhi Leonard makes it a two-point game, and he'll have a free throw to cut it to one with 39.5 seconds to go. Very aggressive drive there as Powell tried to take away the three from Leonard. Leonard read it, able to get with his first step, get right past him. Doncic came over to try to stop him, but was too late. Just caught him on the arm, and uh, that was a big foul, too, because this will be a, a big point here in the scheme of things to make it a one-point game. Leonard now up to 19 points, can make it 20 with this free throw. Leonard takes three dribbles, puts it up, puts it in. It's a one-point ball game. Dallas 101, LA 100. Dallas will not call time here. They will run it up and run an offensive set. Doncic will get a screen from Porzingis. About a 16-second differential between the game and shot clock. Now he's switched on to by Batum. Doncic drives right, now left, into the paint. Fade away, finds a cutting claim of it, it's stolen by Mann. He'll get it to George. The Clippers not calling timeout. George gets it to Mann. He drives baseline. He throws it to a cutting. Batum lays it up. No. Fight for the rebound. Picked up by Hardaway. And he is fouled. Oh, my goodness. Terrence Mann, I thought, had a layup and decided to pass it. Batum made a good cut, though, so he had a target. But Batum then, with a bunch of Mavs around him, including Doncic, unable to get it to go, and Hardaway Jr. with the rebound, and he is fouled. So man making the great play on one end, but, uh, you know, had the layup and passed it up. Oh, my goodness. Doncic was the guy contesting at the rim of man, but uh, I don't think Doncic was going to block it. Hardaway Jr.'s free th first free throw is up and in. 8.8 .8 seconds on the game clock. The Clippers do still have a timeout here. Dallas still has two of their timeouts as well. Hardaway now up to 19 points. He's got one more free throw to make this a three-point game. It's up, and it is good. Dallas takes the three-point cushion. With 8.8 .8 seconds left, 103 to 100, Ty Lue calls timeout. They will likely advance the basketball. What play does he have up his sleeve? So many, uh, so many things to ask for both coaches here. Do you? Uh, I, I assume without another timeout, the Clippers are going to go for three here. Because if you go for two, there's just not enough time to make that bu bucket foul, and then you've got to go the length of the court after the free throws. 
So you got to assume that Dow or that the Clippers want three. But then on the other end, does Rick Carlisle consider telling his team to foul here up three and play the free throw game? And and again with with the Clippers out of timeouts now, you know time is on the Mavericks side here. What a crazy sequence of events, though. <laughs> Terrence Mann, not really known for his offensive play, but his drive game, his finishing has been pretty solid this year, but he did not trust himself to finish in that transition opportunity against Luka Doncic. And then Batum missing the, the three or four footer. So it's Rondo Morris. George, Leonard, and I believe Jackson. Yes. Interesting Rondo in here as the passer. It's Doncic, Kleba, Finney Smith, Richardson, and Hardaway Jr. for the Mavs. Rondo gets it into Leonard in the right corner. Takes the three. It's an air ball. Rebound Richardson, and we've got a foul. And it's a foul on Reggie Jackson, so Dallas will go the other way and shoot free throws. They tried to get Leonard on the right corner, but Finney Smith was there. Leonard hesitated, then put it up, and that was off the mark from the get-go. And if Dallas can hit one of these free throws, they're going to take Game 5 and take a 3-2 series lead. And all of the... Uh, the danger zone, all of the panic that came after the Clippers lost the first two, it might all be back after this game five. Richardson's first is good. He gives the Mavs a 104 to 100 lead. The Clippers are out of timeouts, 4.4 seconds on the game clock. This is over, barring the Mavericks making a silly mistake and fouling on a three. The second is up and in as well. Dallas 105, Los Angeles 100. Ball inbounded to Rondo. He throws it up to Leonard. He bobbles the pass. Doesn't get the shot off. The buzzer sounds, and the Dallas Mavericks win game five and take a 3-2 series lead with a big-time 105-100 win over the Clippers. Luka Doncic with a sensational performance 42 points, 14 assists, 8 rebounds, and a steal. 17 of 37 from the field, 6 of 12 from 3. What a fantastic performance. And uh, he is putting, or he is making a claim, I should say, of being the best player in basketball right now. What a, a fantastic game to watch. Thank you so much for for sticking with me throughout tonight. We've got uh, some, some great game sixes coming up over the next couple of days. And uh, I'm excited to, to watch all of them, as I'm sure you are as well listening. But uh, again, this is Garrett Bouguet with Duncan Dynasty. Please like, rate, review, subscribe to the show on uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever get, you get your podcasts and uh, stay tuned over the coming days and weeks as uh, we will be bringing you plenty of playoff coverage with uh, with me and my co-host Corbin Ford as well as uh, other guests from Sports Business Classroom. So with that, I will state the final score one last time. 
It's the Dallas Mavericks 105 and the Los Angeles Clippers 100. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.